We got a hook, line and sinker, and some water. Oh, sounds good, mate. Let's just go down to the bank and do our thing. All right. Because it's so natural just doing what we order. It makes a body want to sit right up and sing. It don't get lonesome. We got the dog to talk to. Yeah, not a bad sort of man. And you know, he don't scream a name. Well, the best he can do is whine. Just rob the dog and no wives. They can't get us, mate. And the sharks out here ain't as bad as the humankind. And we got a lot of time now Oh, what a feeling Just a wet line And dream that time away We dream one day We'll get that great big boomer Oh, mate, I just want to feel it I don't mind if he gets away Well, I do Well, I don't Oh, my friends don't go fishing Mates who just love to hear those stories. You know about that great big monster, the one that always seems to get away. But all I ever do is just hear those stories. It's a great game fishing. Shame they can't come out to play. <laughs> oh, my friends don't go fishing. They got to stay at home. They ain't got Yes, and good morning and welcome to the 4K1G Fishing Show. A lot of people ask Gary and I how much we enjoy our show, and we say we absolutely love it. Does it get difficult? Only on mornings at uh, 1.3 knots. That can be a bit tricky. What do you reckon, Gary? This morning? Oh, oh, you and I, we've walked in, bells and whistles, 
No, looking good. outside. Oh. Weather's beautiful for the weekend. You would like to be out there. Are the tides beautiful? No, they are not. Will you still catch fish? Yes. You will still catch fish, especially Gary and I always harp on about the no run, no fun thing is the, the biggest load of crap we've ever heard. Some of our best days fishing have been on neap tides. So just because they're neaps, don't stay at home. What do no. you reckon? No, mate, you don't. And when the weather's good like this, although the rivers are starting to clean up and mm. are starting to offer up some good barras, there's been some they awesome barras during the week, Yeah, um, the shoals would be worth a little look this weekend. You were saying that this morning off air, that you yeah. were tempted to uh, tempted hook the boat tomorrow. up. You're going to take the lovely bride, but she's not feeling too well. Not but the best. That bug well, going around, mate. Yeah, she's got it bad. So, yeah. so just um, see how she pulls up. Uh, the today, yes, um, and then make a decision tomorrow. So yeah, I was going to go out there because there's a few Spaniards around. The lads have been getting quite a few Spaniards, yes. and then uh, do a bit of bottom. Don't get back. caught up in the Spaniards only in winter theory. No, that's incorrect. No, they're they're an all year round species. As traditionally, a little bit bigger coming out of the winter months. Yeah, nice though. There's been some nice school size. So I was going to think of doing that tomorrow and then yeah. a few shoal areas and then I troll a couple of lures around see if there's a sailfish around a little Wouldn't bit early a couple for of a little bit. scarlet sea perch be yummy They'd to be bring nice. home they'd be nice couple of oceanic catfish oh you know the, the great old, be- the yeah. old golden gobbler Go- gobbler the golden gobbler um, I won't leave that down will no, I Gary no you won't because that was you yes um, it was so so that that was the thought and process we know it's cobbler one year, many years ago, I made a, uh, a mistake on the air instead of saying golden cobbler, which is what the big giant catfish is. I called it a golden gobbler, <laughs> which um, I've had got, a few of them. Got laughs. You've given a few. Um, <laughs> so, and we're off. Mate, believe it or not, that cobbler, um, as in catfish, if you go to the northern parts of, of Western Australia and some other areas, yes, um, they sell, sell the catfish as cobbler right and it's actually quite nice i have heard that the like out of lake argyle or or the top end of of through kununurra there in the diversion dam and stuff like that mm-hmm. they've got um the eel tail cobbler hey and the eel tail right. catfish is uh traditionally a very tasty fresh yeah, very nice. fish even the even like the fork tails yep. um out of a nice clean area mm. but but we we frown on it over here because it's dirty, stinking catfish. We do frown on Not everyone. No. I know people who take them home and enjoy it. Great good, crab bait. Good crab bait. But in saying that, sleepy cod, I've actually eaten sleepy cod. And? My mate Wayne from the Towers used to bring some into the shop for me. Mm. And um, it was nice, nice white flesh. It was fine, mate. A little yeah. bit of flavour on it. Um, it was very nice. So, so yeah, you can't... Um, can't look past no a bit of fresh fish although you know what disappointed me yesterday i went into woolies to do some grab some groceries and stuff um and I, you know you always walk past the seafood and have a bit of a gander have a bit of a gander there was See how much the fish are worth that you're bringing home to the yeah, fam well there was five different species well bits of fish there salmon bassa well out of the five right the salmon was the only product of Australia. Concerning. It's horrible, mate. I, I actually had a, a, a bloke beside me that I knew we were having a yarn, and he said, oh, I'm going to buy some fish. What do you recommend? 
And then we're I remember, said, we're talking the big boys here. We're talking Coles Woolies. We're not talking no, Cleveland Bay Seafoods no, and so forth. This, uh, so, so my mate said, what do you recommend? I said, see that plastic tray, eat that. Um, I said, <laughs> I said, I would buy the Australian salmon. Yes, um, because it's Australian. It's probably we're talking Australian beach salmon. WA, no, no, Australia, or your your, your um, standard Atlantic type salmon, um, not a beach salmon. Right, um, not an Australian yeah, salmon. Yeah, an Australian salmon, a farmed salmon from down Tasmania way. Okay, yeah, you know the pink flesh type yeah, that they I do, do crispy skin. Yeah, salmon. It was that salmon. So, so I said I'd, I'd recommend that, although it is uh, bracky fresh. Oh, not really. It's netted in the in the wild ocean. It's yeah, not, it's so, not in the backyard. So I would me. I would go that over all the product of Vietnam, the product of Thailand. Even though the product of Thailand had some funky garlic sauce, nah. needs that. Yes, yeah, so uh, so yeah, that was pretty disappointing yeah. to see all the fish bar the salmon was um, Thailand or Vietnam. That is disappointing. And speaking of that, my lovely wife last night, she decided to make me some garlic prawns and she was playing around with the recipes and we stumbled on and uh, Jesto was actually telling me about it too. Midway through the cooking, we'd already started it. Yeah. Um, mustard in with the garlic. A little bit of mustard. It puts a really nice colour to the sauce and it gives it a nice tinge. And then on top of that, um, uh, Jesto gets one chilli and cuts the chilli up very, very fine and puts that through it. So it's not hot as such, but it certainly gives you a slight tinge. tinge. No, so, I, it would be too hot for me. Well, no, I'm I'm like that too. With with heat, I can't eat hot foods. Yep. But with the amount of flake that Beck put through it last night, absolutely beautiful. And to a point where I was quite happy on my second round to just have the soup, if you will, the sauce as opposed to having prawns with it as well because I had to save some for my stupid children. No way. Yeah, eat this out of house. Didn't they just get bread? Well, normally they get bread. Bread in the lure. You're getting soft, mate. Did you uh, bread and tonight for a special? We'll put butter on it for you. What's for the special? <laughs> butter special, <laughs> mate. Uh, big show again today. We we'll, have, uh, mate. We'll, we'll have a little bit of chat about what's been getting caught around. The weirs have been going off. I saw some photos yesterday. Some nice looking salties on the Appland side. On the bottom side. Always so. typical. The season opens and the poor things get slaughtered. As usual, yes. As usual. But, uh, Hence why people say let's have a moving. A moving close season. Well, a lot but of, good luck to them. Well, a lot of um, barrages or walls, I suppose you could call it, around the top end have a 100-metre exclusion zone or or they have a single hook only on your lures. Or, yep. So, uh, But season's open. They're well entitled to was, uh, to catch them there. Oh, most certainly. I was reading the, uh, the good, the bad and the ugly of it and uh, a couple of lads, um, and I won't even mention who, who wrote it, but they're on my page, and they've got some lovely barrages. I think they got six, like a 90 and an 80. Yeah, nice seven. fish. And really said one of the other fellas was saying how rude was this, because it brings out the worst in people. Oh, yeah. And everyone's fishing, there's one bloke decided he had to cast the cast net right there. That's where the cast net was going. It didn't matter that there was 50 feet people fishing there and 40 families. He's casting that net. 
So yeah, it, and it, you just got to have a bit of the play. He would have been the person who thinks he owns Applands. He was the person who thinks he owns. And there's a few of them. There's a there's few a, of there's, them. We will call them co-owners. Co-owners of Applands. Come on, guys. There's a thousand places where you can throw a cast in the salt. It's not allowed in the no. fresh. Let's refresh that. It's got to be in the salt. You don't have to do it where everyone's fishing. But it's always struck me. It's, and it's this is definitely why 10% of the fishermen catch 90% of the fish. Because why in God's name, I remember like going down to the Trawler Wharf yep. where we used to land base fish it and uh, have a wonderful time sight fishing barrows and whatever. And um, old mate would rather, I'm not using lures tonight, I'm using bait. But where I'm going to throw the net is right where the barrows yeah. hang out. So they throw this big net right, whoosh. That's it, barrows disappear for two hours. And I'm like, you could have stopped at any bridge, waterway, no. creek crossing, anything on the way here with your little $12.50 live bait um, aerator. But no, you throw the net off the wharf in the light because there's bait there. But there's because there's bait there, there's barrows there. So you've just ruined it for everyone else. I know. It's a, it's I a can't understand one. that. But it, you know, and if they're on their own and no one else is fishing, you know what? That's your yeah, your oh, pleasure. Oh, mate, it's it's that Do time it. of year where all those freshwater runovers and runoffs get uh, get hammered, yeah. which is a good time of year because it's good fun fishing. I will tell you, is a little secret now because I no longer do it. But if you're in the situation, say Cooktown or whatever, and this is something that me and Peter Robinson um, stumbled on, yeah, many 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 moons ago. Now. We used to catch long tom, like big long tom. When I say big long tom, I mean them. You know them when you come up into the lights and you see them long tom that are around about 450, yeah. 450 mil, yep. just swimming around and they're, they're just minding their own business. They're the ones that we want. So we used to get them and then put a double hook through their back, one near the head, one near the tail, and they'd swim very, very skew-if, but they'd still swim and they'd set out lots of distress signals and whatever. You know, when you dropped them into the light of a trawler, all you could see was like, it was like a disco. The shine that was coming off this thing was absolutely incredible. And I remember we looked at each other and we if that doesn't work, I don't know what is. Within five seconds of saying that, this barra come up and just absolutely woofed it. They, it doesn't need to be a metery plus. Yeah. This, I think the first of the fish we've got was like 85, but they can't help themselves. Long Tom is one of their favourite. And... We done it a thousand times and scored a thousand times, so it's not. It wasn't a thing. Um, the the art was getting the long tom to get the long tom. Uh, how did we get the long tom? We we're very young, so we got the long tom wrongly. We would jag the long tom just yeah. with a treble, you, I, that, which I think is illegal. You're yeah, not allowed to no, do, not that. Allowed to do that. We we're kids, so I'm telling the story, and if you don't like it, turn off. Bad luck, but incredible incredible way of, of of fishing live baiting because you'd look at the long time with them lights coming off the side and you go, oh my lord this is going to get eaten and they did every time every time they get eaten. weird i've never used a long time I've heard. i'm talking the trawler wolf remember where they used to be across from the army base yes there. Yeah, in there in, in there that used to be our spot you know you know what puts out the best flash of and is the silverest look is the hair tail that Oh, in yeah. The, in the harbour, <laughs> under the big towers. They've disappeared, Gaza. Or is it just that we don't go in there no I more? don't think we don't go in there because remember those really still nights. And you, I'm not going to harp on about the harbour. No, no, we've done there. that before. I have done that. But remember we used to go in there and put the boats in and chug over and fish underneath the big lights that are on the towers. Oh, good memories, man. And, and you would be just 
there. When you say towers, you mean the snow walkers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so you would be there, and the flashes of the hair tail <laughs> underwater were just... And then when you got one and got it out of the water and how um, clean and silver that was. Incredible. But, and you'd always say this, and people do it, like this is going to send off far more flash than a wolf herring. Why don't we troll these? But... They were never as successful. I as never, never had. I never trolled one. No, but they were. The, the success on them was not as high as what a wolfie. A wolfie. Wolfie. When the Spaniards are around, that's almost a guarantee. Oh yeah, the, you can't beat a good wolf herring out there for a no. Spaniard. But yeah, the hair tail around the harbour hmm. were just like you just see the flash under the water, and it was just electric. It was, and then they'd fight you backwards in reverse. Strange thing. Hard to hook. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when you got one, yeah, they were they were really, really uh, good. That was I used the- to love, as also as a young fella. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah. the, the old countdown CD seven Rapala yes. Magnums. Loved them, red redhead. And I used to love chasing the wolfies on them because they would put such good holes in the lure, which I would then tell everyone was mangrove jack fishing, which I'm very successful at. It's blah blah blah. Crap, crap, crap. Because the wolf herring absolutely tearing these lures apart, and now. It goes to the trophy room and it's genuine. You know, if I, if I catch a f- jack on it, it's a jack. Yeah, you, I don't twist it to be another thing. But you're young and stupid and you're trying to be something you're not. But the wolf herrings were just incredible um, for Scar and the lure up, weren't they? Oh, they were. But remember the old stories with um, some some photos in magazines of big poppers and stick baits? Yes. And they used to take the hooks off and let the dog chew on it for a while <laughs> and then say, oh, this has had a good good crack on this. This was one trip on the GTs. Never done that. <laughs> no, I never have. But nope. back, in the, back in the day, and you hear all, the, all those stories of... Of course. Uh, and it's funny looking back on it because, you know, it's, it's what kids do. Yeah. But yeah. in saying that, we kept our nose out of... Most of us kept our nose out of trouble. Fishing kept me out of trouble. Yeah, me too, mate. I, I yep. had... Like we've said before, like I was from Victoria when we were little and we did a lot of stream fishing and yeah. little rivers and stuff like that with Dad. But our local fishing hole was a dam mm. down in a paddock that was full of goldfish. So? And we used to ride our bikes down there with our bread and make a little dough mix... And catch these little gold. Well, they they little goldfish. We were using a number ten hook. The hooks were tiny under a float. <laughs> so yeah, if, if did they pull back? If I caught one of them black moors with the big I googly eyes, no, I'd cry. Did. They didn't, mate. They, <laughs> but it was good fun when you were kids. Of course. And then the good thing about it when you were kids is you'd go, oh geez, we've got to get home before the street lights come on. Yep. So back on the bike and race home. Yep. And so yeah, all the all the good stuff. I had a mate uh, in my childhood, and he used to drive me crazy. Then in the end, I couldn't be friends with him no more because it, we would um, after we'd lured for the day and whatever, because we we used to have all sorts of fun with that. We would throw out a bait. So Moses Perch, baby fingerprint, yeah, was. The the um the capture of choice. You get some good fish on it. It's a, like a little Luke Janet, beautiful yeah. flesh. But he never ever humanely killed it. He used to fillet it while still alive. Oh, I know. Yeah. Then I would have to come over and, and always cut his throat. And I said to him like fifty times, "Can we kill the fish? Kill the fish? Just before you do that, snap its neck. Do something. Nope. Nope." 
fill it and the thing would sit there on the side and it used to drive me crazy so but that was my little pet hate was it no yeah, we yeah. had we had some really good fun when, like, I'll, t- I'll tell you a funny story after yours yeah when we moved from like we were sort of in the city and this was outer suburbs of melbourne before it was just full-on factories and hospitals and and we had orchards where we used to live and when we moved out into the country to hillsville we had a dam the water supply Mm. and it was good fishing but it was patrolled (laughs) so one of our most favorite things was sneaking in there yeah. And fishing in the dam for redfin and trout. Sounds good. And, and Aren't redfin a beautiful fish? They are, but they're an introduced, they're actually a noxious species. Mm. Um, they, and they are a really nice fish to eat. They're a perch. Okay. And they are uh, they are a really, really nice fish to eat. And they are a lovely looking fish. They are, and they seem, you get some monsters. They fight all right. You they get go some all right. 60s. You know uh, the way they used to catch them in the, in the day? Mm. Um, if anyone never knows what a Baltic minnow is, a Baltic minnow is like a, a solid lead mm. in a fish shape, a small fish shape, and they used to glaze over it. Right. Um, and they'd have a glaze and have red and gold and black flecks in it. Okay. And it was, you could pass the line straight through it. So it was just a solid lump of lead shaped as a fish all coloured. And you used to pass the line through it and tie a treble on it. Mm. And then... Redfin are like sooties in the dam around trees. So you would just drop this Baltic minnow down beside the tree and jig it, mm. and the redfin would eat it that way. Sounds awesome. Yeah. So, so yeah, and, the, and their characteristics are very much like a sooty around the trees, yeah. um, around where the birds nest and stuff like that. So, yeah. And that was in dams, but in the rivers, they're just yeah. a big pile of worms on your hook and throw it in there. It reminds me of like how people stumble on things and uh, i remember reading the story on this is going back um when uh, reading the fishing world or modern fishing did, did, are they still published yeah, i think they're still, still i think they're digital now a lot of them okay gone that way yeah but anyway and i was on the plane when i was reading it and they they i think it might have actually been fast but anyway these lads have come up to this tree trunk and they're chasing sooties and on the side of the tree trunk is this big spider it's a proper big spider. Anyway, as being silly buggers, they've thrown a lure at it and knocked the spider off into the into the water. Next minute, crack! It got absolutely hey. inhaled by this big sooty. So the two lads have looked at each other and gone, "Ting, what did we just witness?" Hence the creation of spider lures. I literally, I, I, would, I, get, no, I, I would get heebie-jeebies tying the bloody thing on because they look realistic, don't they, guys? Well, look at the budgie lure. Yeah. There's a, a lure exactly like a little yeah. green and yellow and blue budgie. Yeah. Well, these spider lures have gone off. They work very well. There is an art to it. It's not. It's not. It, it's more of a cult following. Yeah. As a, I don't know if it's a go-to, but they certainly work. Anything that's living that drops into the water is fair game, yeah. really, isn't it? Yeah. You look at any um, impoundment that has trees in it, whether it be up here or whether it's down south. Hmm. If you look at that tree, hmm. there will be a a um, a body of a dragonfly stuck to the tree. It's brown. Yes. The dragonfly is broken out, and that's um, what we used to call mud eyes when we were kids. Yep. 
Um, we used to get in a dam with a with a fine net and scoop through the weeds, and you get these mud eyes. You used to get a little one, which was called a spider, yep. or a longer one, which is obviously a different breed of dragonfly, which we, was called a cooter. And oh. if you look at the trees, say at Faust, oh. you see the little brown carcass that's left there after the dragonfly, which so, you call mud eyes. Mud eyes. So right. we used to trout fish for them um, with them um, down south, and I still and and like if I'm just going around the trees at Faust, you see the the mud-eye dried body yep. where the dragonfly has come out of still stuck to the tree and you go, oh, that was cool. We, I know what they are. Good I, memories. To, yeah. And and it was really funny because if, if you got, like we used to scoop a heap 40 or 50 mud-eyes in, and you used to keep them in a little foam esky. You, you uh, know the little six-pack esky? I do. And you used to scoop a little bit of water and get a bit of foam and soak the foam and put that in there. Yeah. And the mud-eyes cling to it. And when we were kids... If you opened it up and there'd sometimes be a mud eye halfway through a dragonfly coming out of its shell, it's just really, really cool. That is and now amazing. you see them all on the trees. And we had a little mud eye lure, a little rubber mud eye lure yeah. that we used to throw around as kids. And, and I've always wondered, would that dropped around a tree at Faust? Like it's tiny, the hook size is about a an eight or a ten in it so yeah. it would be just so much fun um lobbing that around especially when you said about spider lures or budgies or bats or yep um there's just so many lures like that now of, of <laughs> don't them budgie lures make some noise oh i caught a cod but they, they're for the cod but they'll work with everything else oh it's, they would it's just a, a a natural thing so duckling little duckling lures i think they just, were created originally for the pike over the pike, in mate the pike smashed them off the lakes yes they're just five little ducks swimming behind mum then there's only four <laughs> Oh, we're so, going to upset the people, so the evolution, people this yeah, morning. The uh, evolution of lures and, and what you would throw um, is probably not what I I throw. I, I couldn't see myself putting a budgie lure on that looks exactly like Nan's budgie in the cage. No. And and throw walking that across the water and watching it get inhaled by yeah. a cod or a big barra or something. And I had, like, the worst arachnophobia. A spider one. They oh, look very realistic. Terrified you know, of spiders, even Daddy Longlegs. You know what I've got at home, and I bought Oof. it just as a, as a, as a joke thing to see if it would work at Faust. Is a fruit bat lure, <laughs> and it looks like a little fruit bat, and when you throw it in, its wings open up and it walks bloop, 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 across the top of the water. Hey, don't laugh. I know, but I, I, laugh. I, I last about 30 seconds casting it because it it's just yeah. too much of a, a uh, <laughs> novelty up, for me. end up hooking Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> yeah. So I've got, a, I've got this bat lure, but that's about it. So Yeah, but, yeah. That's, that's as novelty as it gets. I've got the, uh, remember the Marilyn Manson stick bait? Uh, Marilyn Monroe, Ma- should I say, not Manson. The Marilyn Monroe um, stick bait where she's in her... Um, um, her Britsy dress that she used to have yeah. the storm drain. Yeah. It's a very popular one. They made like oh, I've never a seen one. of it. But the dress is blown up and um and you see downstairs area. It's a very, very popular. They come up on I've never seen him. I've yeah. never seen him. You, got- I think you no, I can't surprising, I'm surprised. And I'll yeah. have listeners that know exactly what I'm talking about. So it's Ma- Marilyn Monroe wearing her pretty dress yeah. on top of and it's dress is blown up and you can see her parts. And the, it's um, her hooks. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll call it hooks. Yeah. But, um, yes, yeah, super, super popular. I've never very, seen one. Very, very sought after. I've hey, if one of our listeners has got a photo, send it to our fishing page so I can show Gaz. But you used to, I thought it was you, on t- because no. there was a box of them. No. Each tackle store had a box, and you'd, you'd pick almost like a, a lolly at the... No, I never had them in, in yeah. our store. What I, what well, I, they're worth a bit now. Two of my uh, favourite lures which I have at home, which I don't use, I got given to them many years ago, were a mechanical lure. One's, yes. One's a frog and one's a fish. Mm. And you actually pull the yep. line out of it and then its little feet flap or its tail flaps. And, and what they were designed as was a, a popper. Yes. And when you cast it, the, the string comes out of the lure, which is winding it up. And when it lands, the feet start flapping across the water. Yeah. And then as the string retracts, you give it a pop and that pulls it out again. But I've never been game to use them because they're really cool little lures. So. They are a cool little lure. I remember buying one from Motor Marine. I mean, talking... Oh, they twenty was, odd years, twenty five years ago. No, way 30, longer than that. Thirty, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what am I? I'm forty eight. <laughs> mm. This oh, is when I was enough. still at school, so when I was fourteen or fifteen, and there was a lure that come out, and you'd press a button that was on its head, and the button would, uh, what they said, would re- release. You could hear it go. Yeah, catch yeah. fishermen. Yeah, yeah, and that would last for about five minutes, and you push the button in the little battery in there, and that never caught a thing on it, but it was out there. But it look was, at all the things around now. There's the, those electronic lures that Paxovanovic. Whatever happened to ours? The, the, they're the in page, the shed. The page brought them, and I never saw it. They're they're hanging. They're actually hanging in the shed. I'm not desperate for it, Gary. I'll bring it in if you want it. No, I'm not desperate for I it. I don't just... think they actually charge up. I don't think they work. And then there was a lure. Called, <laughs> there was called a, a lure a ballista, which had yes. a, a LED red light that used to light up. They're in still it. around, are they? Yeah, ballista lures are still around, and they have a good following. I, I tell you something really interesting with with red laser or red lights. Yes, please. When we were overseas, we went to an aquarium. I think it was in Singapore or one of those places. Massive big aquarium, hmm. and they had. Um, Ara primer and rooster fish and all that type of thing. The, cool sa- the really cool looking fish. And, yeah, yeah. And they were all just the Ara primer was swimming around up the top, and the rooster fish were just sitting beside a log. And there was a couple of other species I can't remember what they were. And I had a um, like a GoPro, but it was a, a Sony Roam. It was called. Yeah. And when you used to press the button on on this Roam to get see where you're shooting, it used to send two little red laser lights out. So you could see two little and know you were filming in the right area. So I put these two red dots on into the water and it was amazing how fast all the fish went straight to the red dots. Are you serious? Serious. Amazing. I've probably got it on video somewhere or something. So is this like Mozzie's to a light? Bang, yeah. It was amazing. Like even the rooster fish that were just sitting under this tree and not moving, as soon as that red laser light went and I put it on a rock or something like that, they were straight over to it. It was really, really Very cool good. to watch. We should have a bit of a chat because you would have seen many come through your tackle store and we do have to go to an ad and, yep. a, and a song. But fishing gimmicks that failed... That failed. And there's been, you know, even like... Oh, yeah, just, there's a few there. there. There's a few. It's a bit tricky to think about, but if you put your head Once to it... Once we get going, we'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, there's a few things that have come there out. There was a really, really good one. I know, well, keep it to yourself, Gary Powers. we'll talk to you about it in a minute. Mate, our number 
Let's have a look. 47244824. Because I know we're getting lots and lots of new listeners. We give away some really groovy prizes. That number again. Write it down. Grab your pen. I'll give it out again later. 47244824. Gary, what are we giving away today, mate? Uh, we have a $25 tavern meat voucher courtesy of Mal the Crate Man. We've got a fibre finish measuring sticker. We do indeed. What's in the blue bag here? The, the port, port bag's got bag. some port gear and it's got an Alley Tech crab measure oh, in there. thank you, Alley Tech. Awesome crab measure. These are a commodity. And our last NQ Fishing with Curry bag there. I don't even know what size the shirt is, so thanks to... Uh, you know, let to me have a look uh, at Kyle and Simone for those awesome bags of goodies they Kyle's give us. Kyle's been doing some pretty cool fishing of lately. He's been going good, mate. He's been uh, playing around the weirs, the north and south of town. So yeah. we got a hat and a uh, what's so, and a large oh, T-shirt. Terminator. The old Terminator lure? killer lure. So, uh, that makes the bag on its own. No dramas there. Yeah. That's a really cool large shirt. Yep, and a and, hat. Uh, and a hat. So that's a great prize. Um, also, next week, Gary, we've got another... Uh, motor marine mercury bag to give awesome. away too which i'll bring in for you so they're really really cool prizes. so good prizes today as per usual indeed so. mate we might uh go to that song in an ad break and when we come back we might uh, hopefully this works yeah uh, yeah uh, any of the powers that be out there we've got no dave's, internet this dave's, morning dave's on his way dave's on his way beautiful yeah. well we're going to get that in the meantime let's if see this it. doesn't happen we're going to quickly jump to an air break and uh it's what gary and i do nothing runs <laughs> nothing. as it should here we go good morning mr dave daly drive safe oh before i do go my boys are fishing this morning. You know, Paul from ALEC. Thanks yes. to ALEC, one of our sponsors. He's taken my boss, Cremo, out. They're heading out, oh, Bridamar or Trunk or Broadhurst. So one of them yep. ones off um, off uh, Lucinda there. What's the time? They left at 7. It's now just past half past 7. So Cremo would have had 28 smokes by now. So and five beers. But what a morning for it, mate. Let's go. Yeah, it's going to be beautiful out it there. It is going to be beautiful out there. Enjoy this song. One of the greatest ever riffs. This one's for you, Adam Pierce.
the gospel yeah. that's given to all, isn't it? Yeah, and I'm Brother Brad. And I'm Brother Barry Man. Hallelujah, brothers. Well, it's all under hallelujah. <laughs> gospel, brother. Gospel. Gospel, boys. Praise in song. Tune in every Sunday from 6 a.m. And you will be blessed. Only on your deadly station, 4K1G. Too deadly. The Holy Ministries with the Hallelujah Brothers. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Race in and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Are you into spearfishing? Tackle World Townsville has the biggest range of spearfishing gear in town with all the big name brands like Rob Allen, Cressy, Torelli and heaps more. And we'll repair and service your gear. Tackle World on the Ingham Road has it all. See you down at Tackle World today. Station sponsor. You know, made a co years ago when it comes to saving us mobs on bucks and ever since they delivered my new dual cab you, I can now truly say that I've been everywhere, man. Need a new car or truck? You should go with Motorco. Bowen Road, Ross Lee, station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. And as it turns out, our music did work. Our intrepid manager, Dave Daly, has popped into the studio. We woke him this morning. A sincere apology from me, Dave. I told Gary not to call you, but he said no. No, you said Dave's get Dave, get Dave on Dave's the Dave's on the big bucks. That's what he's here for. We have our internet back. We knew it was something simple, you, it but was, we couldn't find it. No wobble, no gobble, mate. All we had to do was have a bit of a jiggle at the back of the phone lines and then come on. So we've woken David. No, he w- he was awake because he answered my text. So all good. But, mate, very interesting what you were saying about the gimmicks that I've seen over the years for fishing. Talk to me. You know what one of the best gimmicks is going around at the moment? This is a one right now. All right. It is the gimmick where you buy that little torpedo submarine. That was one of them. I was thinking was of it. A, you put your hooks in it. You send it out to sea. It drops your hooks out there. You catch up to one point two k out. You catch ten snapper and wind them all back in and put them in your esky and go home. All for a lazy fifteen hundred dollars. What about fifteen minutes in the advertisement? Someone is holding a thirty plus kilo kingfish, also caught on the torpedo. No, it was not. No, it, it was not. But people fully will, loaded with seven kilo line. People will buy them, and then you will see them at cash converters for they have two hundred and fifty. Have they already? I been have at seen cashies? them. I've seen them. Most so it's definitely. an interesting concept. Probably works for some people. Saves you buying a boat, as they say in the ad. They actually show a boat sunk. And oh, go, I love uh, them ads. 
And I so, love them. So that was one. That's one awesome gimmick that is still going around now. Yes. One really, really cool one that I had in my store. I actually sold some of them. Yeah. To be honest, was the old strike back rod holder made out of PVC. <laughs> So I'm trying to think of it. Explain so it, it was a beach spike, right? And you used to load it like a lacquer, but with lack big, two big lacquer bands on the side. You used to get t- two spare elastic bands with it. Oh, when you bought it, you're joking. So you push this beach spike in, and it was all rigged up on little, um, little pivots and stuff like that. So you pushed your beach spike in. Mm-hmm. It had the rod holder, and it, ha- it had a little uh, array of pivot points and lacquer bands. And you used to put your fishing rod in it yeah. and pull it down a little bit and it used to load it. Yes. And then when a fish used to hit your <laughs> bait, it used to pull it off the pivot and strike back <laughs> and, and hook the fish itself. And you used to sell them at the we store? We sold them at the shop, mate. Did they move? Yes, to, to be honest, yeah. They <laughs> had one set up on the desk strike back. and used to put the rod in it, load it up, and then pull on, bang, and it used to kick back and strike back at the Hit the poor missus in the face as she's walking like past they, with the they coil. They weren't a massive seller. I didn't retire and buy a Lamborghini on them. Right. Um, but, but you kept the doors open. But, but we sold a couple of them, and they were, uh, they were a, a gimmicky type thing. I, it, one thing that used to happen, back in those days, um, Rex Hunt's show was on TV at 5 o'clock on a s- Sunday. Yes, and as everyone knows, we were open till 7 o'clock every night. Right. So Rex Hunt show would be on at 5 o'clock on a Sunday. Mm. And if Rex, on his show, was using a gold-plated door hinge and catching snapper down south... Yes. I could guarantee I would get two or three customers come in after 5.30, because it was a half-hour show, yeah. and say, mate, have you got any uh, gold-plated door hinges here? And I go, you've been watching Rex Hunt, because I'd have it on in the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. And, mate, it was amazing. It goes to show advertising yes. and sponsorship and works. Rex, like, it didn't matter what. And some of the lures that Rex used down south would never use here. Hmm. Or, or not saying that, they, they probably would work. But I, if I was watching the show and Rex was using something out of the ordinary, yeah. Someone would come in and ask for it within yeah. Yeah. 15 minutes of the show finishing. For sure. Well, we would have the same exact right now. When Jason and Simon for or for Adventure, um, especially when they do something like their Red Arc, their Toe Pros or their yeah. BCDC 1225Ds, 1240Ds, the amount of calls and influx of inquiries and sales that we get from that half-hour episode is insane. It works. People, and they promote it very well. Whether you like Jason or Simon, whatever, yeah. you know, forget that. The fact of the matter is they show just what this stuff can do, and it's incredible. And people don't, don't realise there's so much technology out there, in the, especially in the, in the, um, the touring world, the four-wheel drive world for going up the Cape and so forth, that you can put in your vehicle to make life that much oh, easier. Oh, there is. That Joe Blow doesn't know about, you know, and it's very hard to keep up with the Joneses. It's a bit like Depp Sounders. Don't bother buying one a depth sounder now and think that you're going to have the latest technology for a long period of time because no, in six months they they're bringing out so the much. new one. But when you travel, like we've been very lucky enough, as we, as I said many times, is travelling around Australia in a panel van many years ago mm. and the basic basics of um, 
four-wheel drive accessories and stuff like that was was pretty basic back then. It was. Um, there was your angles around, which have been around for a thousand years. I had a fridge called a chest cold, and it was a three-way fridge. It was actually gas, 12-volt, and 240. Yeah. So that was our in the back. But um, the problem with the chest cold and my car is the chest cold drew power so fast that mm. if I parked my car and left it on 12 volt, my battery was flat in 15 minutes. And you'd spend a lot of time in the bush, yeah? Very heaps, mate. I love banging around the bush. It's good fun. Yeah, um, definitely. You've got a few forests where you hide the bodies, Yeah, you? <laughs> I have these days, mate. It's good. <laughs> You've got to be better these days. Technology's getting good, as we're talking about. <laughs> so I had this chest cold that ran on uh, gas. Mm. Gas, 12 volt and 240. An amazing, amazing camp fridge that lasted us over 20 years for the price we... we amazing. And, and it ended up... Gas was so good on it. It ran so good on a on gas when we were camping, unless it was super super hot. Like yep. if if you were in a really hot area, yep. and you couldn't get this out of out of the heat and into it, it struggled a little bit. Um, but um, that was just that was our top of the range awesome um, thing we had camping. And then, hey Gaz, let's yeah. take a random just in case someone's got a gimmick they want to talk to all us right. about. Is that all right? Yeah, go for it, Marty. Oh. No, what's happened there? We lost and hung up just then. Give us a call back, only if it's about a gimmick. Because remember, guys, we take all of our um, calls now to get in for the prizes uh, in our first yeah. uh, in our ad breaks. The first ad break we had was a bit of a bit of a muck up. We had, we didn't get to as many calls as we want to. We, we apologise. We that. will catch up on that. We this just next had to one will be fine. Into um, that. But yeah, if you were calling them because you wanted to talk to us about a fishing gimmick, get, as, when I see it light up, I'll have a chat to you. Yeah, when we were travelling, we had the good old gas light. Yeah. And the gas light, and everybody who's who, go, who was camping back in those days remembers the old gas light. You used to buy the little mantle that you used to put in it. Yeah. And you used to light the mantle first before you switch your gas light right. on. Right. And then put your gas light on when you were camping and you'd have a really nice light. It was a great light. But the problem Sounds you the had goods. with them is the mantles were so fragile that if you were on rough roads, the next time you get out where you're going, you'd have a broken mantle. So you'd have to put another one on. So you'd go through a heap of mantles. But what also used to happen, and if you were in an area that got cold at night, you had your gas light on. Yes. You'd switch your gas light off, go to bed, and you'd hear the glass crack on it. Uh oh So we were at the Daly River many years ago and there was a camp across from us under a mangrove tree and I'm looking at the light they've got and they've mm -hmm. got this really bright fluoro because back then if you, you could buy a 12-volt fluoro mm -hmm. from Kmart or wherever and it wasn't very bright. Um, and these guys had this really bright fluoro. So the next morning, I thought, I'm going over to see these people. Because I want this. Yeah, so so I wandered over. And in the end, we came we became good friends with these people. They were travelling like we were. And I said, oh, yeah. I'm just interested in that light you have hanging up there. And he goes, mate, that's called a Versa light. Versa. We bought it in Darwin. And I said, oh, that's cool whereabouts. They told us where. And they said, it's over $100. This was back... So that's a, today a four five hundred dollar equivalent. Yeah, but yeah. you can still buy the those similar, but you can't get a Versalite. So as soon as I got to Darwin, I went to this shop and I bought this Versalite. Right, and it was a small fluoro, but the brightest fluoro I'd ever seen on the market back then. Make a difference to oh, your camping. It was amazing. So no more 
Well, that's not a gimmick. Gas. No, that's not a gimmick. It was good. Um, so no more um, gas lights in our campsite. So, and you were saying about all the stuff that you see on TV. Um, when we were up the Cape the other other year, I, I couldn't believe a bloke lifted up the side of his four wheel drive and slid out a coffee machine and made coffees and slid it back in. Easy up. I, I just, yeah, I know, but that, that's how gimmicky. Four-wheel driving and camping has when got When he couldn't see, days. he just simply got up his wind-up torch. That's a gimmick. Oh, they were good. I had one. The wind-up torches. Yeah, yeah <laughs> the wind-up torch. Um, yeah, that was a bit of a gimmick. There was, um, But it still was effective. Yeah, for um, sure. Still gave you a little bit of bit of light when you needed it. Yep. Um, fishing fishing um, gimmicks is... There's been so many. Remember... I will ask you something which... In many a very good fisherman's opinion, yeah, the marketing or, or the ease of use missed the mark, but the strategics behind it, it should have been a fantastic product, and that was the linear inline rods. rods. The dialer inline yeah. rods yeah. were just so super smooth to use, and I was very, very lucky. Gaz, let's try yeah. and see if someone wants to have a chat to us. Good morning, fishing show. G'day, mate. How are you? Hey, we are fantastic. Mike. Mike from Bloody Mount Lomont. G'day, Bloody Mount Low, Mike. How are you? Good, mate. Good. Good, good. Did you have a gimmick for us? Yeah. Shoot. Um, I used to have something that was called a fishing magician. Okay. <laughs> it was um, made out of plastic. Mm -hmm. It had a built-in, like a body at the, at the base yeah. with a, a reel right. built into it. And you uh, pull out this plastic... Rod. It's about a foot long. Yeah. All was about eight inches long altogether. And I caught the biggest golden grunter down at um, Rocky uh, Rocky Ponds. Oh, you're yeah. kidding! It was phenomenal. I couldn't handle it. <laughs> it, it stripped the gears out of the, the reel, <laughs> and I had to uh, pull it in with a with my hands, you know, the line. <clears throat> and we didn't have a net landing net. And all we had was a, uh, a scoop net uh, for crabs, you know. But essentially, you got the grunner. We got the grunner. You pulled the rabbit out of the hat. Oh, mate, it was unreal. But the old fisher magician, I figured, had it in the shed for years after that. <laughs> 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 had, was, was it um, on TV advertised or did you just see it at Kmart? Yeah. Or it was? Uh, it was a KTEL product. Right. Oh, if you remember when they were, they were out, they were big. Right, oh, yep, yep. K tell. Yeah. You know what? I don't remember K tell. No, I do. You do? They were the same. And as you remember the fishing magician because when yeah. you mentioned that Gary started giggling. <laughs> Didn't it did you get um a little tackle little bit of tackle and stuff with it as well? Was it all Yeah, it was all inside this case on the side of it. Yeah. On the side of the handle. It was all in one, you know? Yeah. So you could fold it and put it in the in the boot sort of thing and you cut pull up to some water that you liked, you pull it out and catch a fish, supposedly, you know. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Good stuff. <laughs> it was unreal. I was with me mate in a little uh, plywood boat. We were down at Rocky Ponds there. Did yeah. you get that off Demtel? Uh, KTEL. KTEL. Yeah. Got some steak yeah. knives with the ply boat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll give you a quick number if you're chasing one, Mike, for that yeah, little story. Mike, give us two. One for you is 88. Who's the other one for? Brock. Ah, uh, that's right. Brock is 65. All right then, mate. Good that's an you, awesome buddy. story, man. Thanks, buddy. All right, catch Thanks, you later, mate. Right? I remember them. They used to fold out.
right. I, I tell you, a, um, and this wasn't really a gimmicky thing, uh, Quantum brung out a spin reel mm. back in the day and what it used to do, it had a trigger on near the bail arm. Yeah. And they geared it so every time the reel stopped, right. the bail roller was where the where the line would be. Right. On a straight up and down. So right. when you wound it, it stopped in a normal position. When you pulled the trigger, which was on top there, yeah. it, you, the bail arm would open and there was a little pin there and it used to grab your line. So you didn't have to open the bail arm, grab the line and cast it. This little thing grabbed it and you let go of the little trigger. What was the percentage of it actually it grabbing grabbed it? It grabbed it every time. Every time. It was actually a good little um, piece of invention. And that was from Quantum. That was from Quantum back then. I think wow. Shimano did one as well with a little trigger, but theirs didn't have the pin that grabbed the line. Yeah. So it, you would pull the trigger, the bail arm would open, the little pin would grab the line and you'd boom, cast it out. Well, tell me, yeah. when you service a reel, because you're very good at it, yeah. when someone brings in a bait runner, yes. does that up the price? Because bait runners are notoriously hard to service. No. No, you're pretty good with it? No, mate, I, I don't do this. You I'm just pretty... bypass that area of the reel? No, no, I, I, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. It's not there to to make money on. I just sit there and tinker. I don't do do reels like I used to. No, um, because I'm pretty pretty specific now. But um, bait runners didn't bother me. One of the worst bait runners was the Silstar range. Okay, they when they came in, um, I used to go, oh no, I don't yeah. want to really do this. But and I'll the bait it. runner is certainly not a gimmick. Great idea. No, great. And that there there was two. Shimano had two different styles of bait runner. Mm. They had the BTR range and yes. then they had the Aero. Yes. The Aero was crap because so much, they were like a rear drag set up and there's yeah, so the much. Whole, yeah, the grain of sand and the yeah, shut down. Yeah, it was horrible. Those rear drag reels were just horrible to do. Yeah. But servicing bait runners was, um, and, and I suppose when they came out, bait runner reels in their day, they were a gimmick, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and I remember buying, an, I think, Abu had a bait runner before anyone which yep. i bought and it was i think it was a 345 gt cardinal yes the gt cardinal and, and they had rear drag yeah and then a little uh adjuster underneath the body so that was my first ever bait runner and, and they're a collector's was, reel today that was in about 89 90 i had a bait runner and i thought because i used to throw a few live baits around for barras back then yeah um in wa and went I like this, so I, I bought one, and it was a great little reel. In it the would end. have been. Um, I, don't, I still I don't have it now. It's probably it went to the tip years ago. We'll talk about that regrets of reels, and we've all done it. Yeah, sold a reel. Oh, no. Anyway, let's go to a song and an ad break, and when we come back, we're going to talk to Mick from Motorco this morning, Gaza. Yes, and then we'll keep touching by. I wouldn't mind having a bit of a chat about the twitching lure. What so, about the flying lure? The flying lure. The flying lure is the one I was actually thinking of because we should revisit that. They were we a great really lure. should revisit that. What a great lure. Won't be long and we'll try to take as many calls as we can, guys. Thank you. 
Destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship Destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek boats to the mighty 730 hardtop models and everything in between. There's a Destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer boats, Yamaha, Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Listen to Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great, you'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts, and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbet. Station sponsor. When you're a builder and your father and grandfather were builders before you, it's definitely in your blood. Homes by DJ Jones brings that experience and passion to every home. Homes by DJ Jones build quality homes at a true turnkey price with no hidden extras. If you're looking for peace of mind when you build, see their new display home at Harris Crossing featuring the new Tesla Powerwall. Homes by DJ Jones. Your home, your future, their reputation. Station sponsor. Looking for the toughest products in town? Tackle World Townsville has the ultimate. Introducing Yeti, the toughest icebox around. So tough they are grizzly bear proof and hold ice for days. And the Yeti drinkware, it's the best on the market. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K 1G Fishing Show. Flying along. Don't forget uh, when we get to those songs and ad breaks to get those... Those... No- well, you give me the thumbs up. I What's gave going you the on? thumbs up, which is better than the finger, Gary. Depends. Dep- oh, there he Hi, goes. who was that little voice in the background? Sounds like someone who sits up in the tears of the cinema in The Muppet Show, Gary. Who, Mick? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that pair? Yes, Waldorf and Statler. That's you two potatoes. You know, uh, have you been met? Yeah, really good, mate, yourself. Sorry yeah. to interrupt, but keep going. No, that's all right, mate. No, we're all good now, mate. We'll we'll continue on with you. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. No intro today. Oh, oh no, mate. No, mate, no, I went to the doctors during the week. Yeah? Yeah, just, you know, those health checks that you, yeah. that you have when you get older. You know what he said? He said, don't eat anything fatty. And I said, what, burgers? He said, no, fatty, just don't eat anything. (laughs) 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 A bit of wonderful comical there. It's like the fishing magician, just as good. (laughs) Did you listen to the fishing magician story we had on before? Uh, We're talking about gimmicks this morning of all sorts of uh, fishing gimmicks that have come out over the years that have uh, been just that and they failed in the long term. Can you think of anything in your industry, not fishing, just like in car that was a gimmick and that was a, we'll we'll slap a big fail sticker over it? Oh, mate, in the automotive industry, there's been that many gimmicks going around over the years that you would buy for your car. Like yeah, the, one, one was when they were trying to uh, run cars on 
um, cooking oils, you know, from the fish and chip shops. You know, people going around and they're, they're building or making engines run just on cooking oil. Wow. I don't even remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Still do that. There's still companies out there that do that and still people that run diesels normally, not petrol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but diesels. uh, And like the premium oils are the olive oils, are they? Yeah. (laughs) You know know some of the really good ones, like the oven, you hook up underneath your bonnet and it cooks your roast as you're driving around? Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, That was another one. still doing that? yeah. Yeah, so, lots of little ones. Don't, don't come to mind at the moment, but I'll think of one. Oh, mate, there was maybe. so many. I, I, I was tr- trying to think of of the shop. I, I'm pretty sure it was super cheap, but when they were first starting, they used to have 12-volt um, vacuum cleaners for your car, and it was they were hopeless. Would never right. never get anything out of the carpet or anything. And But we all used to get one for Christmas. <laughs> so, so they were one of those gimmicky presents. Oh, beauty, a vacuum cleaner for me car. Because when you're 18 and 19 and mum thinks she's buying you a ripper present for your car, yeah. you just yeah. go, thanks, mum. Or, ne- or normally one of those buckets, you know, with a bit of shampoo and a sponge and a shimmy yeah. and a... Hey, I, a still bit, get, bit I still get them. <laughs> I got one this year. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was a good you know, thing, you know what else was another good gimmick. Remember the remember the blades you used to be able to buy that used to clip to your windscreen wipers that were there when you were going down the road. It put extra force on your windscreen wipers and did your window yep. better. <laughs> and then there was the old shoe roo that you used to stick on the front yeah, of your yeah. car. Still, we still get a couple of cars come in every now and then with the shoe roos on them, believe it or not. Shoe roos. You can still shoe buy roos. them. Yeah, right. Yeah, there you, you go. S- you can still buy the old shoe roo. But there were yeah, so well, many good they, things uh, for cars back in... They must work the... because they're still making them, so yeah. I guess they... Well, I don't know whether they do. I, I don't no, know. Right. Well, Google that stuff. I'll give you a little project this morning. Yeah, there it is, the shoe room. A bit of homework for next week. And I remember the bull bars. I'm trying to think what they called themselves. They were actually um, clear perspex tubes (laughs) as a a bull bar, not an aluminium or not a steel. These were before aluminium bull bars. Right. And they were replaceable clear perspex tubes that shattered on impact along with the front of your car. Did absolutely nothing to help no. you. No. <laughs> and yeah, I haven't seen one of them around for years, no. years. It looks spectacular, though. Oh, mate, they were hopeless. My <laughs> uncle had one. Oh. You put, like, a little LED tube light in there or something, couldn't yeah. you? Oh, yeah. Uncle Al had that one and then, nice. then went to the big yeah. solid steel one. Yeah, the big yeah. five posters. Yeah, like, the, the, like, like the good ones. They have out on the cattle ranches. Yeah, on his yeah. X, on his XA, XR Falcon he had that on. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Back in the day. But, yeah, curry gimmicks, um, yeah, there was, like, not fishing yeah, gimmicks. There was a lot of gimmicks around. There were. i tell you what's not a gimmick, and that's what car you have for sale today, Mick. Slap us in the oh. face with it, mate. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. I was, actually, I was in the middle of sending the photo to you, and then you rang, so I, I didn't have a chance to send it through. But I got a That's all right. Make sure it's a car this week. Yeah. <laughs> One of <laughs> old, Scotty, old, old Scotty from Crabber. Down yeah. on the Gold Coast has just sent us a gimmick, a fishing gimmick. Yeah. Are those, are those thongs that look like fish that everyone wears? They oh, are yeah. terrible. They're <laughs> horrible. <laughs> Try having no toe wearing them. <laughs> you think they're horrible now? 
<laughs> got nothing. What do you got for us, mate? Oh, nothing. The gimmick. I was thinking of Marty walking around with his uh, fish bongs on. <laughs> it's like missing the dorsal fin. Right, eh? That's enough piss taken out of me. <laughs> well, 2016 Toyota Land Cruiser Prado today. GXL. Automatic. Turbo diesel, done about 105,000 Ks, but with a heap of gear on it. It's got a dual battery setup, bull bar, tow bar, UHF radio. It's got one of those roof baskets on the on the top as well. Has so, it got uh, a vacuum cleaner? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I tell you, if you buy it today, I'll throw one in for you. Again. Can you put some shoe-roos on it for me? <laughs> <laughs> Look what's on TV behind you, guys. <laughs> then we got the TV on in the background and we we're talking about the uh, there's the big kingfish we we're talking about the big yellow missile um, that, that sends your lines out 1.2 fish seeker that's it and it's, it, the ad's actually just come up on TV while we're talking about it someone's listening to the show at the station mate Absolutely, they are. Everyone's listening, mate. Don't worry about that. All right, 2016 Prado got all the bells and whistles. GXL, 7-seater, automatic, turbo diesel, 105,000 Ks, full service history, bull bar, tow bar, roof rack or roof basket, so you can put your um, bit of fuel up there or solar panels to run the extra battery. Um, Yeah, bull bar, UHF radio, very, very tidy car. And today we're doing it for, hang on, (coughs) 54,000 drive away. That seems very reasonable. It is. Especially yeah. for a good price. Yeah, that's and, a great and, price. And, um, and especially when our Prados are sort of between 12 and 18 months away now, so uh, mm. it makes it, um, they are still sought after vehicles. They're very good, of course. So, uh, but, um, but yeah, ready to go today. So 2016 Prado, automatic, turbo diesel with all the gear on it for 54 drive away. Brilliant. You've and been we can have, uh, have, uh, help you out with some finance too. So. You've okay. been selling a few during now. I see your little Facebook yeah. page. You're putting sold, sold. Yeah, yeah, we had a bit of a run this week, which was yeah. good. So, uh, again, I, I need some stock. So if anyone's got any cars out there, they'd like to sell them. Happy to have a look at them and price them for you. And uh, if I can help you out, I can pay you the same day. So uh, Amazing. And... Uh, yeah, absolutely. Just gives your bank account details and we'll transfer some monies. Beautiful. Beautiful. I'll tell you what else we've got to organise maybe this year is our outdoor broadcast at your wonderful little yeah, shop. Yeah, when mate. the weather gets a little bit nicer, eh? Yeah, 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 definitely. I think we should pencil yeah. that in. We'll get a lot of our listeners come down and say hello yeah, at the car yard. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let us know where you are. Where, oh. where we are. Oh. You know what else was another gimmick back in the vacuum cleaner days? Yeah. The old 12-volt coffee mug. Used to build, yeah, that's a longer. That's way back, back when they <laughs> before anything that was decent was just to plug into your cigarette lighter and just leave it sit there and heat your water up to make a coffee. Well, it took go. two days. Two days to heat it yeah. up. But <laughs> it when hopeless. it was, when it did, <laughs> it was hopeless. She was a beauty. Hopeless. <laughs> no, Mum, I don't want one for Christmas. It's fine. No. <laughs> Ta-da. <laughs> uh, Mick, we're going to let you uh, go and sell some cars. Thanks so much for sponsoring our show, mate. We certainly um, appreciate um, no it. As with all all guys. Thanks for having us on this morning. Right on, Mum. Good on you, Mick. Have a good weekend. Cheers. Thanks, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. See you. Bye. Oh, there we go. Mick, Monaco. Yeah. So many good things that you could uh, that you gimmicky buy and they yeah. work for a little while and then you get rid of them. But, and as we said, fishing is no different to anything else. Just look how many gimmicky tool things there are or yeah. bits and pieces. There's just so much. It's, yep. And people buy them. That's why they keep coming out every year, a different gimmick. Mm. 
So I don't know whether someone's got a gimmick for us there, Marty. Would or you like to try? Let's just have a little look. Let's if it's have a, a number. Looky, looky. If it's a if it's a number, you're in big trouble. Oh, they've they've hung up. See, they hung up. Yeah, we got them. They hung up. But yeah, it's uh, the the fishing gimmick gimmick gimmickry gimmickry is hmm. uh, is um, huge. The flying lures. Although yes. they did fly through the water, they were a very uh, spectacular-looking lure through well, the water. It, but Bert, Craig Dunn. Yes? We're going back. We're up cattle. This is 15 years ago, something like that. But anyway, he brought... Because they re-invented. They rehashed them. Yeah. They brought the flying lure back out. Now, looking at them now, with the way that we fish now, these things are crackers. They I'm telling you. They... Uh, you've got to change the hooks on them. When they first come out, you couldn't go down to the local and buy a pack of the TTs or nitros or, you know, wh- whichever. No. All right. Whereas now you can do that. So you don't have to use their – because they, they, they were developed for bass, which don't fight back. Whereas our fish do fight back. So you'd need to upgrade the hardware. So it never worked when they first come out in the early um, 80s, late 70s, I would suppose. I'm thinking that's when the probably. Oh, mid. yeah. I used them in Kakadu. Yeah. But you get them now, If you have a look at them, like there's lures that are designed on them now, like the, the twitching lure, the twitching whatever it is, yeah. with the segmented tail. Yeah. That thing is catching so many barras and fouls and so forth. But. If we're being honest, that was released 20 years ago, that same lure. Yeah. And none of us, because our fishing brains didn't work that way, to, to realise just how good it was. It was a really, really great concept. Yeah, there, there was so many. Just look at um, the invent of Vibes. Yeah. But when you look at the invent of Vibes, man's had George and the Shad in the late... 80s. George and Shad. And they were a vibe lure. People can say, oh, there was no vibes around. But, yeah, there was. Yeah, yeah. So, like, there's one bloke who jumps up and down and says, oh, everyone's stolen my design on the vibes. No, you stole a design. Yeah. Because the George and Shad was around there very, was, very yeah. There was mid-70s. Hard, hard, like, rattling spots were way back, which were a hard body. But yep. the, the original soft body vibe was, mm. uh, was a George and the Shad by man. When I used to use the rattling spots in the harbour, um, just for something different, because obviously it's all closed in there. It's like fishing in a queue. So when you're fishing a rattling spot, you can actually hear, hear it, it on a still night, even if it's 20, 30 foot down, you... Brr, yeah. And when the fish would hit it, normally a cod, it's <laughs> <laughs> rattling around. Yeah. All the rattling's going yeah. on down there. Oh, they were great. Yeah, it's an interesting thing. But they work in their applications. That's the that's the thing about it. They do. Um, that's one of the last lures I put on. I yeah. must admit the NT the, the um TN, sorry, from from Jackal. It's, if I'm going to put a vibe on it, it's that. Like, I, I ran the, the Rapala vibes for many attempts. Couldn't catch yep. a fish on them, yeah, apart from cod. I think I got a small jack once or whatever, but it just... So, from there, from my mind mentality from back then, I never really got back into them. Mind you, I have put the the, the jackals on in the past, uh, mainly in the 60 and the 70 size, and caught finger mark on them. So, they work. There's a place for them. I just don't know where you would go, I'm putting a rattler spot on over a over a, caught, a plastic vibe. Where, I, what, what's the application? I caught my first ever barra on a rattling spot. Well, there you go. And my first ever barrel was on a green rattling spot. Was it a cotton cordel? Yes, it was. It was well, the original, the original cotton cordel rattling spot. Was it the chartreuse green with the yes. black spot at the back? Yes, loved it. That and w- you know why that reminisces with me? There's a fish. There's a picture 
on in a luring magazine or a fishing magazine, and we're, and we're going all the way back, maybe one of the original. I think it might have actually been a book designed on lures, and they they're tied up in a, a little twelve foot dinghy yep. um, to a tree, and they're rattling spotting this this tree which they've tied off on, and he's got a barra in the picture that's around about. 60 centimetres. And the lure stands out like the proverbial in the photo, and it's always reminisced with me. Yeah, I caught it in the Fitzroy River um, at a place called Telegraph Pools. Fitzroy, in between not, Der- not, no, not, no, not no, in the Kimberley. So in between Derby and Broome. Yeah. We used to fish an area there called Langey Crossing, and the next pools down were Telegraph Pools, and I caught it in Telegraph Pools. Actually cast cool. it at a tree. Okay. And, and, and bang, I'm on. Beautiful. It wasn't a massive barra, um, but it tasted good. And yeah. that was my first ever barra. And then I made the fatal mistake of leaving that rattling spot on my dashboard. Oh, no. And boom, it swelled up like a sore thumb. Game over. Yeah. But then we started using George and the Shads through um, Shady Camp and those areas around the barra. did you barrage. know you can still get your hands on them? Yeah, they were an awesome. Look I've like. got like seven packets of them unopened. That's where I started first using soft plastics was Shady Camp. Mm-hmm. And what we did, we went to Shady Camp to obviously camp for a while and uh, we're sitting there in our camp just looking at the barrage and, and, and the tide. When the tide drops down, a heap of rocks become exposed at the bottom of the barrage yeah. and all the water goes away except for a few little pools and a few little rapids. And we watched these ranges all turn up. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at these ranges, and they walked out over the rocks and into these little pools and a fit and a, a pulling up fishing line and getting all the lures. Right. So I went right. I'm over there. Yeah, you I'll give love this a go for free, Gary. Yeah. Powers. So I'm over there. So I'm in the water too, finding the line, following it oh. because um, the barrel looked like a little otter in the water. Wouldn't I you? was. I was in the hole. I was everywhere. <laughs> Come up with a fish in my mouth. Shook <laughs> it. My little hands. Um, Don't even know. So if it's an otter noise. so. Shady Camp is um, single hook only, so a lot of single hook soft plastics. Right. So my first soft plastic, so this was about 1989, 1990, got these soft plastics from under the rocks. Mr. Twisters, um, Vibratails, the the old school stuff. The Fox. The Blue Fox. Blue Fox, yep. So I got them because all these guys were raiding. We got about 30 lures. God, love them. And uh, back to camp and then next... When the tide come back up, we started using them and started catching heaps ca- of barra. Was it, was it the frill catching barras on someone else's loss? Yeah, but then the next set of tides, I went back in there and I found a beautiful stainless steel anchor and a chain. Stainless steel anchor? Yeah, because they used to boat almost up to the, up to the barrage and drop their pick down and it must have got stuck and their rope snapped and you wouldn't go in there with the tied up. Why would you have a stainless steel anchor? Oh, I carried it around for years. I bet you did. Yeah, it was a cracker. Yeah, you had it on the front of your bull bar yeah, like they do so, with the cow horns. So that was my um, first soft plasticky vibe type thing was at Shady Camp when we plucked some out and then used them all over the joint. They were just so much fun. And from that day forward? They, uh, well, they've been around for many, many years. i a lot longer than what people think. Yeah. Soft plastics have been around for long before when I was using them in the States, they used soft plastics. So. Wonderful. So, yeah, interesting. And they weren't gimmicks because they work a treat, soft yeah. plastics, and they're just so um, so realistic these days and yep. so holographic and so so good with prawns or, or fish or, or whatever it is or just yep. everything. 
But one of my favourite, and you will agree wholeheartedly when you could get your hands on them, was the Renonsky Shads. No, I disagree. They were... It, mate, you would... Oh, I love them, Gary. You would throw me them. over a cliff to get to a bag of Renonskis. You know I have a little stash. Yeah, I know. I have a stash of Renonskis, and I'm too scared to put one on. The Renonski... It, Used to sell them in the shop. They were three yeah. or four sizes. They were the, the most day. expensive plastic on the market, but they were very good. And nowadays, the price of them is absolutely ridiculous because they're a uh, they're just a collector's. My last one, I had a hundred and ten mil one or hundred and twenty, yeah. the big fella. And yep. Ben, I gave that to Ben Milborn when he was playing around with Gimp Lures, right? De- developing and possibly get a shape off it or something I don't like know that. what it was about the Renoski, but when I put one on, if, if I could have been throwing around a Z-Man, Novi, whatever, all night, and the barrels they're not eating, you put a Renoski shad on, boom, whooshka. Yeah. Did and you like was, the green one? I love the, the green one, but the orangey red was yeah. my favourite. And I preferred the actual almost mudgut herring shape to the long herring. Because on the long shad, they built a little dorsal fin, but the dorsal fin I hated because yeah. it used to get the hook. That's where you wanted your hook to come out to make it a perfect. And I'm like, why put that on there? So where the hook comes through on that little part, the little dorsal rubber dorsal fin sort of wraps around the hook and it just does my head in. You know, you and you used to buy a bag of Mr. Twister jig heads yeah. back in the day, the pink ones, and that they were the go. How was the bucket o bait? <laughs> Do you remember that, the bucket was, o bait? That was the man's bucket o bait. Man's bucket o bait. And there was literally how many plastics oh, were in there? Oh, there was that? a couple of hundred in there. Yeah. And, uh, and it, you'd it, use one. It, yeah, but it was like a Lego set because you open up and there would be this black thing with 400 legs on it. And uh, like, what the hell is Imagine like a, a bucket of bait now with some of the the material that some of the vibe companies use. You'd have a bucket of slime. <laughs> It'd be like one of them goop things. Yeah, we better go to a song and an ad break, Marty. We better, hey, when I come back from that ad break, yeah. I had a, store, a, a chat with Steve Jeston last night and uh, he wanted to um, to throw a bit of a warning out there for yeah. the, the coming week or so. Plus, he had a fairly incredible experience while walking the beach with the wand and um, I'll tell you all about that. And then later on, if we do have a bit of time, because we've got a few callers and magicians. to make Speaking today. Speaking of fish and magicians. Fish and magicians. Yeah. We got Jesto. Mate, who are we calling today? Who's the special guest? Um oh, only Don Thornley, mate. He's just he was Who's a, only Don Thornley? No, Don was a pretty good cricketer in his day. He played for New South Wales and Mumbai Indians that. and he's it, Dom was um Dom was the main man with Guesty when we did it. And uh, I, I hit it off really well with him because Dom got the got our breakfast ready, got our lunches, clothed us, did all the stuff. So, and he loves his fishing. He chases some big tuna and stuff like that. So, well, I'm looking forward to having we'll a, have a chat, chat with, with Dom. Dom. Yeah, about very, quarter very, past nine, and then we'll nine. have our second Dom later on in the show. Yeah, quarter past nine, we'll uh, we'll give Dom a ring and have a chat with him down in Sydney, and then uh, over to Rising Sun in the next half hour. I've got a a new lady, young lady working there, Emma. We'll have a talk with him. All right, sounds great. I'm going to play a song that always puts me in a good mood it's uh it's a bit like little river band hold on you know that song makes me want to grab a rumbo and sit back this song i don't know what it is about it it makes me want to go to the bar and grab a drink out and sit back and have a nice diary go or to bingo like that gary please right. don't ruin my segue anyway <laughs> enjoy I can't believe 
On only live exclusive weekend show in town. Deadly by Dark. Every Friday and Saturday nights from 7 to 10 pm with K1G. Too deadly. With the COVID 19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates, and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef. The time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Hey Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Sign Mob. They are top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Science. Now that's a rap. Too right. Want to know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Science on 0418 199 Station sponsor. Time to get styled up with a new car or four-wheel drive from Motorco on Bowen Road. If you want a ute or need more seats or biggest mob, then you should go with Motorco. Great warranty and up-to-sale service. Motorco can deliver to Palm Island and other remote communities. Motorco, station sponsor. If you're looking to enjoy the outdoors this summer, call ALEC. ALEC makes it easy with lithium packages to suit your boat, caravan or camping rig. Ensure faster charging, longer battery run times, solar charging and superior handling as lithium batteries are lighter than ever before. ALEC are your red-eye specialists. 
state-of-the-art electric braking system. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Damn right, it is indeed the Saturday morning fishing show. Well, we had it's the gimmick show today. The gimmick show. We are a gimmick show. Everything we, we do, it. we just try hard. Of, we try hard, Gary Powers. We have a bit of fun, though, trying. Hey, hey uh, speaking of, um, of fishing, of seeing um, the amount of uh, runoff barrows that are caught after the rain. Indeed. A lot of guys fishing uh, a lot of little runoffs. Um, in the creek systems or little mm. weirs that are flowing over in various river systems up and down the coast. I haven't uh, tried. Runoff fishing. No, no, this no. year yet. I've no. done stuff all. No, like, what are you doing tomorrow? Oh, just chilling, mate. I'll just see what You're Kayleena... going to chill? Yeah, she's pretty crook, so... Yeah, yeah. She should be able to make my dinner and stuff by tomorrow. I'll see how I feel. No, I'm in two minds whether to hook the boat mate. up. It's going to be still tonight, but... You know, we, we always go on about the neap tides and everything, but for what I want to do tonight, they're not the right tides. They're not conducive. So, Mate, it's... Uh, like, I, I always get the thought process in of going for a walk across some of the paddocks over the Port Access Road and having a look at some of the little lagoons, and then I go, yeah, yeah too hot for that. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the guys are doing very well doing that type of fishing. I see a uh, few of the guys up around Ingham have been uh, heading up the Herbert and where a lot of the little drains run through the cane paddocks up there at Abergawrie and stuff. Yes. Um, have been getting some really nice little fun fish, I suppose you could call them. Right. Um, there's been some some decent fish. I, I think I've seen Crowy during the week on a little bit of a video, hooked a nice big fish that he dropped beside the bank walking a little freshwater run somewhere. Yeah. Um, little secret spot. So so the the guys and girls have been going really, really well. And it is a good, fun way to fish. Yeah. Um, there has been a lot of... Uh, that lure that I've just shown you there, Gary. Yeah. That stored you up. It's a timber lure that Mel found on the side of the bank. Now, I think it's a homemade. It's a homemade. It looks, is a homemade. It's like very a, well used homemade. Who found it? Mel. Great man. Yeah, it looks like a... Um, it's a semi-seal rip-off. It looks like a Coombsy. Yeah. Coombsy lure. I don't I don't know if that's a maker no. as No, such, that's a homemade. It's that, a timber, yeah. so it's still lovely. But there, there's just so much um fun being had at the moment and crabbing, um, mm. the amount of crabs around that um, people are getting um, out in the bays at the moment, washed out of the creeks, and some big quality um, mud crabs. So Ooh. and the the weather at the Look moment what I Kyle's just Kyle's been doing Kyle Curry. He's been going good. Doesn't drop any off, do you? No, oh, we don't need them. No, but good. if you no, they've been going very well. Want to watch something on a bit of YouTube? NQ fishing with curry. It's raw, but it's good. It's enjoyable, and he's a likable bugger, isn't he? He wears Crocs when he fishes, mate. I'm just I'm, I'm taking him off the Christmas card list. Oh. Different coloured Crocs. I've loved Crocs since the time, <laughs> since the beginning of time, mate. <laughs> Different colour Crocs every episode. God love him. Um, but, yeah, they, the crabs have been going really well. I did hear something, uh, read something last night um, that someone was in the Ross River and seen some crab pots floating past. They're getting, getting tangled up with the hyacinth weed and grabbing the floats. And there's still a bit of that around. Yeah, and it, they're floating down the creeks and out the front. So just be a little bit careful where you're putting your crab pots with a bit of flow. Yeah. Um, you tend to come back and they're not there and you... T- Blame everyone else in the creek for stealing them. That has happened. And they're actually halfway across the bay, so 
So some good crabs around it. Uh, it's been really, really good. Yep. If you want to put in the effort, it would be well worthwhile. And it, it, you know what? It is an effort. It's not for everyone crabbing. You've got to really be in the mood to do it. My boat gets filthy when I, I go crabbing. But I, I have, um, I, I over the years... Reese Bullymore's a big fan of it. He's no, only, red clawing, isn't he? No, red clawing and now and crab. crabbing. Yeah. Reese has 28 sounders on the bow of his boat. And yeah. he rests the crab pots on the sounders, Gary. Hasn't he got a YouTube channel called Rue Adventures, Reese? Or is that... Rue nah. Adventures, yeah. Red Claw Trips? No, I think I think you're thinking of Don't Adventures. Uh-huh. So, so yes, <laughs> crabbing has been... Is See good. you around like a wrestle, Gary. But I... Uh, pew, pew! <laughs> they, they, there's another little video station that uh, is on YouTube the boys are watching. Um, good morning, Justin. <laughs> The um, the crabbing I I learned um, yeah. off some tips and tricks from some friends to just go crabbing and not fishing. You you either got to f- crab yeah and crab only for sure or fish and fish only because, because when you say working the pots you really do. are doing that. By the time I I put four pots out. It's nearly time to come back and check the others. Yeah. Because what I used to do crabbing was just throw my pot. I used to only take one or two pots back then. Mm. Throw one pot out and then 12 hours later after a day of luring, go back and it's empty. Yeah, but, but believe it or not, though, the crab will get in it and yeah. eventually find their way out yeah. through those holes. So yeah. eventually they get out of there and... And uh, are no longer in there. So, yeah, crabbing's been very, very uh, successful for everyone during you the last week. You keep chatting with me. While you do that, I'm going to get on the phone, see if I can call Jester, because rather than me telling the story, it should come from Steve. But if we can't get hold of Steve, I'm going to tell you the, um, the, 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 the this amazing story. The story, it, it is. But, uh, yeah, the, the barrows lately have been uh, have been going off. Have you got Jesto's number? I do have Jesto's number, but we're closer friends than what you are. Well, all right. Righto, let's go to the weather and see how good it is out in the bay at the moment. Cleveland Bay <laughs> at the moment is south or oh, west-southwesterly at five knots. Oh, baby. Davies Reef is east-southeasterly at five knots and good old Yongala is east southeasterly at four knots and that weather is going to hold till tomorrow so if you're doing it will hold till tomorrow if you're going to do a little reef trip i suggest you head out there and uh let's have a little look and see what they what's the sites that you can look at if you want to i go to windfinder i have windfinder on my phone uh they got a little weather station in alva beach tomorrow at 7 a.m will be one knot uh, 10 a.m. five knots, 1 p.m. six knots, four five knots from the northeast. So a pretty good uh, day tomorrow as well. If you're thinking of heading out there, heading out there and uh, and chase uh, a few redfish out on the reef. Ren has sent me a a text. He said I fished the overflow at the Horton on Thursday and two blokes were swimming off the bank near oh. the wall. Yeah, good one. That is uh, fraught with <laughs> danger. Hey, do you recognise that laugh, Gary? Hang on. Let me put my headset on. G'day, Jesto. How are you, mate? Fantastic, mate. How'd you go on the beach the other day? Oh, mate, it's a bit of a... Yeah. Uh, there was plenty of barras there, but um, the men in brown coats sort of wanted them better than we did and got them better than we did, mate. Yeah, Marty was telling me off air an interesting story, mate. It would have been uh, pretty spectacular to see. Oh, it was absolute carnage, mate. 
because, um, you know, we got there early and uh, and the fish arrived, and we thought, yeah, it's going to happen here. Uh, got one little one to start with, yeah, missed another couple, yeah, righto, it's on. And then a school of a dozen whaler sharks, about eight to nine foot long, just turned up with no warning, no dorsal, no nothing, just 15 metres off the beach, mate, and just climbed over each other with barrows showering in the air everywhere and just absolutely annihilated them. Have you ever seen anything like that before in all your years? Not right up on the beach with the barrows getting murdered, but obviously, you know, yeah, sharks in tuna schools and stuff like that, yes, but... But not, I've never seen it on the beaches around here. I've seen the odd shark, you know, up the Cape that'll come in, but not just a school of them, obviously targeting that particular school of Barrett. Yeah, it, was, it would have been amazing. Pity you didn't have a GoPro strapped to your head like everyone does these days. Yeah, well, see, when we got there, it was raining, so we left our phones in the car too, so yep. we couldn't even get any video of that. Oh, mate, that would have, it would have been pretty spectacular, but it would have been pretty sad knowing you wanted to fish that school and they were just getting smashed. Well, there was another school of them further down the beach too, mate, and then they, oh, I don't know, 20 minutes after that first eruption, they got that school as well, mate. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't the it? The saddest thing would have been watching that last bar of standing doing cartwheels, mate. Yeah, well, it was more likely doing greyhounds, but um, it was, oh, you know, it was a... It was probably 40 yards from us, and um, I could see that uh, that fish was a good 85, 90 centimetre barrel. And, um, well, you know, it looked that size from 40 or 50 yards away, so it might have been bigger, I don't know. But that whaler shark tracked him down, eh, just like a, like a little guided missile across the surface and mowed him. Yeah, that's sad, isn't it? So, and like we were saying last night, even if you were lucky enough to hook one up, it was gone anyway. I reckon. Yep. Yeah, and that's yeah. the problem, isn't it? I reckon that's what I said to young Jamie Fisherman. I said, if we had a decent one on here, you're not going to land it anyway. No, for sure. And you know, and probably aside from the barrow, and it's probably a really, really good safety message, and especially for next week when them winds change direction to a 20 knotter and a little bit of westerly in it, what are people going to have to be really wary of, Steve? Oh, box jellyfish for sure, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, even with clean water, if you are, if you do have to go knee deep in the water, which is the worst place to possibly be for box jellyfish. Yep. Uh, even though they're clear and they are hard to see, they do. If the water's clean, they do throw a shadow on the bottom. Yeah. Okay. That's just one little handy hint to know. For sure. It's a, out of curiosity, when you walk the beach, do you have a little bottle of vinegar in it? I mean, like, if you get proper done by a boxy, no vinegar's going to help, really, is it? Let's be honest. No, mate, I don't carry it um, because I'm, this time of the year, not in the water, mate. No, for sure. For sure. And you know, obviously... Come, um, yeah. come, come probably April, no worries. Yeah, and explain no. why, like, a, a wind with a bit of westerly in it and so forth changes the whole aspect of it mate i'm not a scientist but um and yeah, jamie seymour would be able to tell you better than me but um mate it's it just heats the water up mate and and i mean this is prime time now yeah um we've had a bit of rain they've been breeding yeah get northwesterlies involved it's gonna yeah they're gonna be coming out of those creeks on the next set of big tides 
For sure. And the strange thing, this year has been the least amount of publicity um, about the warnings of box jellyfish. I've heard bugger all on radio or TV or, or ad campaigns or anything about the box to the point where I almost forgot that we're still right in the heart of danger season. Yeah, I don't know, mate. Um, last week they uh, they had them down the strand pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I just I just caught the back end of it on the news one night when I was having dinner yeah. um, at home. But, um, yeah, there, there hasn't been that much publicity. And it reminds me, I must give Dr. Jamie Seymour a ring one of these nights and have a yarn with him about it because he's the man that knows more about it than anyone else in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Mate, um, that's awesome, the stories that you're told. No, no, you know, the, losing two schools of bar is a bit sad, but still, it makes for a headline. So we thank you very much for sharing that with us, and uh, we look forward to having you in the studio again with us very shortly. Nah, no problem at all. Pleasure, guys. Yeah, I'd Good love to. You, I'd love to get you in the studio too, down the track with um, with Jimmy Falkenberg. He's uh, he does so much up at Hinchinbrook and and uh, probably the of late the the the, re, the the renewed pioneer of surface fishing. And he would be awesome to have in the studio with you, Zurich, and that would be a great show, yeah, like right it is right. with you and yeah, Reese. Yeah. So, no, fantastic, mate. We'll catch up with you again soon. Drive safe. I know you're doing a few dump runs in the ring today, so uh, we'll catch up with you through the week, bro. Okay, mate. See you later, mate. See you, bud. See you, bud. You too, mate. Bye. Bye. Hey, we're speaking of Jimmy Falkenberg too. Um, he sent uh, the show a message saying that um, little rat lures, um, he's caught a number of barramundi on them. Um, and obviously, Hinchinbrook is his main yeah. place. So, um, it, and so that's his way of saying, hey, not, not a gimmick. Um, but have a look at the, the little rubber frogs and everything that he throws around. They sort of spank him. So we'll have to get in contact with um, with Jimmy soon. In and for a chat. Yeah, what's Jimmy's YouTube? It's just uh, Jim's, Jim's Fishing. Fishing. Very yeah. good. Yep. So um, that's another one to watch um, on YouTube. Jim's Especially Fishing. if you're interested in throwing frogs, surface frogs around and stuff like that. Yeah. It's very interesting to yeah. watch. And, and what I love, like sometimes he does, but like he hasn't always got a stellar and a and a Loomis or an Edge in his hand. Sometimes he's like he's a big fan of Stratex and this and that. It's not a million-dollar outfit or the rods aren't a million-dollar rods. He knows what works. He knows what he likes. Yeah. It doesn't break, so that's what he's using. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, certainly interesting indeed. Uh, no M today. Young Charles is still recovering from uh, from the tonsil operation. Two yep. weeks it takes these days. You've got to be... Gee, it was like half a day back in my day. Two hours back in the old day. Two hours for tonsils out. There. It was. Uh, very then you were eating away. fish and chips within two hours. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Hey, let's um, go to a so, song. But if you rate. if you want to uh, think of some accommodation, give them a ring and uh, see what's available around Easter or any of the long weekends or weekends coming up. Yep. Awesome. Let's play a little bit of Eric Carmen. This song is so underrated, Gary. It's the bloody best song ever, I reckon. Don't look at me like that. This guy had a head of hair that I would have died for today. <laughs> <laughs>
fighting in Gotham City. No rest from danger, though, because all around us is that deadly, daily danger. Thanks, Batman. G'day, it's Dave Daly. Hitching a ride inside your car radio. Nice car you got here, too. Weekdays at Sparrow's Fart. It's very Townsville. The Dave Daly Show, only on 4K1G, too deadly. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Race in and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. 
Everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great, you'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts, and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Calvert. Station sponsor. You're looking for a deadly deal on a used car or four-wheel drive? Then get styled up in your new rig from Motorco. Motorco always looking after our mob with great pricing, proper good after-sale service, and all our vehicles come with warranty. Too right? Why go anywhere else? Motorco, Bowen Road, Ross Lee, station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. We are having a cracker of a show at the moment. We're talking all things gimmicks. We're talking everything box jellyfish and sharks. And now we're going to cross over the Rising Sun Marine and Miss Pia... She's a mama now, so she's out of the game. So gone. We, gone. We're ignoring her. We have a new lady to talk to. Emma, good morning and welcome to the fishing show. How are you? Good, thanks, Marty. How are you? I am wonderful. Absolutely I am. wonderful. Gary, Gary okay. has um, enlightened me all about the new lady that is working at Rising Sun Marine. And uh, here you are, live to air straight up. Listening, there's 20,000 <laughs> people listening to you at the moment, there's, so uh, don't get nervous. There's only five listen. <laughs> I'm sure that's not true. How yeah. are you, Em? It was awesome to meet you during the week and uh, yeah, see you a few. To you too. Yeah, yeah, see you a few really times good. during the week. How are you enjoying it at uh, Rising Sun Marine? Yeah, it's been really good. I love it. The guys are really great, and I'm learning heaps, so it's really good. As you will, you'll have yourself a boat soon. Buy yourself a renegade with a yummy oh, on definitely. it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. No, do you do much of you? Been involved in boats a little bit or just here and there and just uh, on the floor helping the gang out there? Yeah, um, I've actually got a Master 5 and I did marine biology. So Ooh, what? A Master's 5? So all those boats are too small for you in there? Pretty much, yeah. That's pretty <laughs> impressive. Do you, what have you, uh, have you actually used it or you've got it? Um, I've tried to. Uh, yep. I was living in New Zealand for a year and I was supposed to be a skipper, but the weather has been pretty bad over there at the moment, so the boat never actually got out. Yeah, so. that, what, uh, <laughs> how, how do you qualify for a Master 5? That's a fairly there's high... There's a bit involved, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, there's a fair bit in that. So you've done a fair bit on the water. You're not a rookie. No, well, it depends on what it is, I guess. But yeah, I was working on the Maggie Island barge for about a year. Yep. Um, so I got it that way. Oh, awesome. That's really cool. So people can come in and you can give them all the info on marine biology, big boats, and sell them a renegade or a top ender or uh, what else you have in there for sale. Yeah, pretty much. We've had a boss rover that went last week as well, um, a few of the bigger boats, a few bar crushes at the moment too. Yes. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. Is it a bit of a learning curve for you with all the bits and pieces to get your heads around? Yeah, definitely. I'm not really mechanically minded, so... Neither's Gary. (laughs) It's been very interesting, but yeah, the guys have been really great helping me out in that. Oh, no, you'll learn. You were uh, very pleasant to chat to. It was nice to catch up with you and uh, meet you, and uh, you'll be very good in there because uh, your personality is very nice. Yeah, it was great meeting you too. Yeah, there you go. Oh, puke. There, Marty's just going. Don't worry, Marty will be in through the week now to say hello. Yeah, awesome. Okay, I look forward to it. You'll get to meet the good-looking one out of the pair. Oh, no, too late for that. (laughs) Too late. Hey, uh, Minkotas and Hummingbirds in stock. We've got a couple there uh, on the shelves ready to go. 
Yeah, we've got a few, and we're getting a few more at the end of February as well. Yeah, they've been a little bit uh, dragging their heels, but they're slowly rolling their way in, and some beautiful boats on the floor. Um, if anyone wants some uh, nice little shoal boats or creek boats, you've got plenty to choose from. Yes, we do. We even have a jet ski at the moment. Um, it's a sea-do from what I can see. Oh, so. just ask Phil. He'll let you take that out for the weekend. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, just say, Phil, I just need to borrow the jet ski, do a bit of research. Yeah, yeah. next week will be, yeah. well, Emma's not here today because she was let go. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to Gaz. All right, Em, we, uh, we won't hold you up too long. It's awesome to talk to you, and thanks for looking after me uh, during the week with the service on my outboard. It was really cool. You're welcome. You guys have a great day. You too, and we'll uh, catch up with you next week, or Steve, or yourself. Throw Steve out of the way. It's much more pleasant chatting to you. <laughs> okay, thank you. What time I'll you open? What time you open till today? Twelve thirty. Good on you, Em. Anyone wants some boating gear, head down and see Em. She's uh, a cracker to have a chat with that uh, sort you out perfectly. Good on you, Em. Thanks, guys. See Cheers, you mate. See you, mate. Bye. See you, Bye. Bye. There's young Emma. It's her birthday tomorrow, so happy birthday, Emma. Forgot to say that. She did. I don't know whether people say it's my birthday tomorrow, um, so you buy them a present or just so... No. Happy no. birthday for tomorrow. I got no. nothing off you this year. Didn't I? No. Nope. No, very disappointed. You were not. In hospital, on the verge of I death. I bought you stuff in hospital. Verge of death. You were not. I turned up with goodies at hospital, mate. Magazines, lures. I even... Offered to shout coffee and lunch. And you did. I know. I'm just being spiteful because we're on air and I've it's got all the good. power. You've got the power. See, I can mute you when I want. Go and say something. Say something, Gary. <laughs> Dickhead. <laughs> I had my motor service yesterday, Marty. That was my 12-month service ready to last the whole year out. Beautiful. So, uh, so yeah, you, we tend to put it off uh, and off and off and off yeah. as you do. Only because yep. it costs money. I know. That's the worst. We don't part. like spending that. No. So, uh, so yeah. Em looked after me at the at uh, Rising Submarine yesterday. Yeah. So it was really, really cool. My little bit of um, uh, uh, savings that I put aside. That's I'm um, saving up for a new hummingbird. Uh, what are you going to go? Solex, Solex Apex. Um, no, no. Which I'm way? Go the so I don't need the Apex. No, I don't need it. Uh, it's it's a, a you know, if it was a big um, blue water boat, sure. But um, for from you know, from what size? I'm going to 15. Yeah, compensating. Aren't I am compensating <laughs> because I have little arms. <laughs> it's uh, it's an. I'll tell you something, mm -hmm. um, which you don't realise until you do it. When you go up in a bigger screen, when you've got small screen, and then go a couple of screens bigger, mm -hmm. you don't realise the difference. No, but back in the day, yeah, when you substituted for a bigger screen, you substituted for pixelation. Yes. All right, so huge screen, the pixels weren't as strong, hence the picture wasn't that good. That's why um, blokes cruising around with their, say, uh, Helix 2s, Gen 2, 9-inch, were getting a far better picture than someone with a Gen 2 or even a Gen yeah. 3 um, 12-inch because of pixelations. They, they've evened that out a bit. I think upgrades have sort of sorted a few of them things out there, and you have a look at the pixelation count on, on like a Solix 15 or so forth. But, um, um, you know, and do I need a 15? Of course not. No. What are your thoughts on 360 or live in your boat? You'd be an idiot to say um, you're not interested. Um, like the 360, was an incredible... Um, 
thing if you've you have to have it working properly and these days there's a lot of people that can help to have you work yeah. working properly um now i'm hummingbird through and through that's that's my sound i'm very proud to be looked after by hummingbird and i love them even if i wasn't i'd still be using the birds but yeah. but they've got some serious catching up to do with their live target it's um, an interesting thing. Do you, do well, you, be, being in the boat now with Simrad and Garmin live and also being in the boat with the bird live target, will, they're, they're well behind the Do you think ball. it'll benefit? And I hate saying will, that. Will the live benefit your fishing? If you get, just say you go to Hinchinbrook. Hinchinbrook? Will no, it when benef- as much as it would Faust. Yeah, in the impoundments, yes, I think they'd be pretty spectacular. Look, if you if if you can find the school of barrows that uh, th- th- look, you're going to find a school of barrow on three sixty and live. Yes, that the, the, there's no ifs or buts. The um, the side imaging in three sixty, the live really is once you found the fish. You don't use live to find the fish. You use your, your 360 and your side imaging to find the fish. Not, not every case. Don't jump yeah. up and down, everyone. I'm not saying. Yeah. But really with live, um, if you rock up to a, um, a gutter and there's fish swimming around, you've stumbled on them. You know, they're just there already. But you, So you didn't have to find them. But if you're looking for them, that's where your 360 and side imaging come into it. But the difference being, once you find them, you can work out by watching them what turns them on you know like you throw your lure in you retrieve it the barra comes out it's curious and then turns straight back around all right so you know the slow roll didn't do it throw the cast in again the barra turns back around this time you're jigging it you pause pause it the barra is up you can see it nosing nosing follows a little bit more no not interested swims away so the next cast you put in, you try a slow retrieve, the bar is there, you try a jig-jig, no, that's not there. Then you do a couple of really hard cranks and a slightly faster retrieve. You see the barrel light up, it chases the lure, and just as it's near the boat, you pause it and it cracks it and you're on. And you actually see it eat the lure. Now, that is like Gimmicky. 2,050. <laughs> see, that's the problem. It sounds so gimmicky. Yeah. Problem is, is it's a hundred percent. So not when you gimmicky. buy that, the buy the magic rod, well, what, and the, then the flying. The lures. difference is, it's like we'll throw into a gutter, right? Yeah. And that little bit of dirty runoff, and we like that's where the barrows are going to be sitting, and that's where they are sitting. But once we're out of that strike zone, we can't see what's no, going on. No, you behind. don't. So you tear it back in. You don't want to waste time. You want to be hitting that that gutter while it's spewing out dirty water. The thing is, is we're tearing it. Away from a barra because we wanted to do the next cast. When you're watching your live, the barra is still behind your lure. You just need to change something. You need to change your retrieve. You need to stop. You need to pause it. You need to do something and to find what triggers that bloody thing. And nine times out of ten, with the target, you do with the live. Is it saltwater or freshwater more beneficial, do you think? I think beneficial in both, without a doubt. Yeah, where anyone who says that live is only for fresh water has it sadly wrong. And you know what? I'm talking as though I'm a connoisseur, and or I'm talking as though I've got them hanging off my boat. I don't. I just I live on YouTube. I've been on boats with uh, sort of, you know, yeah, talking to Reese last week. He was up at Hinchinbrook and used it to effect. There is look. It's not always going to be diamonds. Some yeah, of it's it, going to be rock, and you've got to remember the fish. That's what we're on the water for. Yeah, they are fish, and I, I yeah, we got to we got to go fishing, not watching. It'll be interesting, Reese's thoughts of it, because one thing I Reese ain't going to spend eight grand and say it's crap. Yeah, but one thing with Reese, before he had 
live target or live in his boat. Mm. He was quite capable of catching barras regularly, um, not a problem at all in the channel, and it'll be interesting to see what improvements there are. Mm. Because realistically, um, the boys that... Well, Reese describes it as a game-changer. Well, it's going to make it very what, hard. In which way he catches enough barras and the guys that, that fish yeah, the but channel. In a way that he won't have to wait for the last hour to work out what's going on, how they're eating, where they're eating. Alive, um, you'll work out the retrieve that they're, that they're responding to. Because yeah, like colours of lures, like actions, like size, yeah. they respond to what the lure's doing what but, speed but are if they? you catch 20 barras a day in the channel hmm. and with your live target you still only catch 20 barras a day in the channel but you don't know that well time will tell yeah i know but you don't yeah it's, time will tell. it's an interesting one like well, where it will come into its own is instead of reese pulling up the electric and taking off to his next drain because he thinks there's nothing there if he's watching them follow, he will be able to turn that normally nothing into a something. Yeah. It's, it, for me, it's It's incredible. an interesting thing because if I put one in my boat, would then I catch 10 barrows up the channel? No. Well, put it this way. I wouldn't bother fishing an ABT Faust, Tinaroo, Team Borough, Kinchin tournament at the moment Without, with someone all got else gotten alive. It, you are so far behind the eight ball now. If someone's got live target and you don't, I mean, you still got to catch the fish. Yeah, you like still I can understand it at say Faust, where you pull up on a weed bed and scan it around looking. Mm -hmm. But w what do you do at Hinchinbrook? Is it on the flats, or do you pull up a, on a snag and go, "Oh, there's nothing in there," and off you go? Or yeah, well, your life tells you if you do go or not. It's an interesting one. If It'll, you, if I, you've I've got really live and it's reading well. Yeah. You'll know if there's Baron there or not. I'll it be even, interested they, to see what Reese says. Even about look his. like Barra, man. Yeah. They do. They look like Barra. Take I might take that call. It might be a live target specialist. It may be indeed. I doubt it. But we'll see who we have on the line. Good morning, fishing show. Marty, Jace, mate, how are you? Hey, good, Jace. How are you? Good. Good, good. I'm going to weigh in on our little your little live conversation, mate. I would love your input. Shoot, the floor is yours. Um, just when you're talking about live, the dams, yeah. Reese and I, Reece, I took Reese out between Christmas and New Year, and um, made up the dam. It was a big game changer for me. Yeah, <coughs> yep. about Hinchy. So, as much as we're catching fish where we are now, yep. coming to that side, we're picking. You know, you fish that are out wider or the flats that are in the deeper water. Yeah. Sitting on the edge of the colour changes and stuff. So you might be working the shallows. Well, I explained the reason where I'm probably going to use it a bit more now is that I can have that be luring the shallows, picking our fish up, but the fish wider that we don't see because we're concentrating on that shallow bit yeah. is where we're going to see that um, difference. Because you can pick them up and pick up your schools or your isolated fish that might be out there and they're better quality fish than the fish in the shallows. Yeah, yep, no, that makes do a you, really good point. Hey, Jace, do you still pick those fish up on your 360? I haven't got 360. 360, yep. for me, when I went through the exercise, 360 you have to be stationary. Yep. You can't utilise live live I've used to find skills of fish like up the dam. I haven't used it properly in the channel yet. So, yep. you, so you're saying opposite to me that you, you will use live to find the fish as well? Yep, definitely. Gotcha. So 
give you an idea, the way I've used live, live up the dam so far is that I was trolling along and I'm shooting out the front of the boat. So I'm already shooting 18 metres out and 14 metres either side of the boat. Mm-hmm. And you're picking up a school of three or four fish, bang, um, then pick up a school of 10. You can actually see, like, like you said, Marty, you're seeing how they react, you're seeing how they're moving, which way they're moving. Yep. So comparison to what side scan is, Side scan, you're picking up your fish and sort of seeing the direction that they were when the beam went through. So they might be facing forward or back or towards the boat. Yep, yep. Yeah, with the live, yeah like, like we know, the live, you're seeing them swim in, out and around, um, back in through a snag or around a, a rock pile or something like that. Yours is where, Lawrence, isn't it, Jace? Yeah, I run the Lawrence. Yeah. Up, yeah. yeah. Now, I'm... Like Marty said, I'd, I'd heard hummingbirds a little bit behind Garmin. I think Reese's gone to Garmin stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's yeah. not our friend no more. <laughs> it's that same <laughs> thing. I mean, it's once you learn to use it and see it used, um, you can use any brand, I'll, I'll tell you that. So, yep. yeah, it's it's definitely changed. And I'll, I'll let a little secret out. We're going to do a night session up the channel next week, and I want to try it on those. Point two loads on a couple of the ledges that are out wider. Just oh yeah, Jace. You, oh sorry, so, no, J- no, you go, Jace. Yeah. I was going to say you, you've had no trouble of finding barrows in the channel for over twenty years. Yep. In what way will it improve your fishing in the channel? And you've had no problem catching fish, like I said, for twenty years in the channel. It's it's a funny thing you say that, Gary. Like we like we all know we hop in the channel and yep. i had this conversation with reese we could run the comp in the channel tomorrow without sounders and know that we'll still find fish no yeah. worries at all where where it's going to change i think is that specific the bit wider stuff so um a few of the banks like you know the flats and that the dirty water lines can be like 50 meters between the dirty and clean yep and the depth depth change might only be half a meter to a meter so we're working that in between where the fish are sitting more in the shallows waiting for that bait to push back up onto the flats for the side chain. Yeah, it's so interesting. Now, yeah, so now what we're sort of looking at is saying, right, we're still targeting the shallows, but I'm going to have the transducer facing out the other 20 metres. Yep. Covering that so that I can look out and go, hey, look, there's a school of 10 fish sitting out there, three fish, four fish sitting there, and they're, they're just sitting there waiting. Yep. So they're those bigger fish that were wider that we probably haven't targeted as much, as much mm. as you can throw a, a surface or back out over there or subsurface and, and hope for something. Look, mm. even the guys shallow trolling that was shallow trolling that, that stuff in a metre deep that, that I've done a bit off of, of as well. You're sort of missing that. So now it's just another feather in the cap or a, a link in the chain to, to say, look, if you pick up an extra two or three fish for the day, mm. because of, it's, especially once you can't talk tournament time, Yep. Yeah, it's back to itself. Yeah, and without giving too much out of the bag, you mentioned the other day uh, that you mentioned during this call that um, you're going to do a night fish up at Hinchinbrook on them low tides and two point twos and so forth. Once you find the fish, what are you throwing at them? Where? No, what? What lure have you got on? How are you going to? Are we talking surface here? Do you slow roll a white plastic in pitch darkness or a hard body? I've got the L plates on. I've never done it. Like, we no. all do night stuff. Like, and that's that sort of thing. I was just in the middle. I'm in the middle of sort of riding it as well to say, 
we all do night stuff where you get to your jetties and bridges and rock walls and anything with light that sort of draws the bait in. But this yeah. is going to be a whole new ball game, so pitch black. So I'm looking surface or subsurface. Yeah, yeah. Just trying to, to work it out. I mean, it might be a complete and utter failure, but I'd like to think, like, drain-wise, well, drains are drains. You know that the bait's going to come out of certain drains and yep. you can sort of talk about that. But the open flats, I think, might be very interesting. Yeah, definitely. That next week's a dark moon, so you're not going by moonlight um, and hoping for... <coughs> excuse me, hoping for... Bites that way, so sure. will drains work the same way over night time? Because obviously, dirty water is still going to make an effect, whether it be daylight or nighttime hours. Would the I'd like, I'd like to think so. I mean, you, we fish a couple of the bridges at night when we start the sender on on those three three meter tides. Right, um, like I'm thinking, General Andy and um, Post Office Creek or Dungeness Creek and stuff like that. Yeah, um, when we stay down there, and it's still surprising the amount of we tend to find nighttime the bait gets smacked more at nighttime on those creeks than they do during the day. Yeah, for so sure. When when you're sitting there and you're sort of listening to baits and listening to things, you're seeing the tarp on turn more, you're seeing the barra buff more yep. at night than what you are during the day. Now, I'm not going. I'm no scientist to sort of sort of say why or for what reason, but it's interesting and you start to say well is that going to be the case that they you know the bait comes out of these drains and off the certain flats that you'd be able to work and they're going to feed that little bit more yeah well, that's what we're hoping anyway so mate you're going to have to keep us in touch with um how your first trip uh pans out and what results that you can give us and uh and that way we'll have 400 boats up a hinchin book of the night time <laughs> well <laughs> and that's, that's the thing. It's a funny thing. We look at doing it in areas like we have up here, but I'm deciding to go to Hinchinbrook instead. So, hey, why yeah. not? You go right around the Cairns area, mate. You get the odd fish. Yeah, yeah get get the odd one or two. So, but no, that that live, yeah, it's for, for all the guys that have started using it. It's a game changer. Yeah, like, it's yeah, pretty it's, cool. I really, really, really want. Well, one, I'll protest at the comp. Going to have to be two divisions now: Paupers and Richies. Right. I think after fishing up there, we're talking about. He goes, "Oh, I've got to get me one of these now for Hinchy." And I said, "Well, it's it's now it's now yeah that that extra length. Like we all know, sort of things change, technology changes, and you try and keep up with technology, which we never will. Yeah, but it's it's the benefit to help. Yeah, I, I tell you a funny story. Years ago, Jason used to fish. I was fishing the comps up at Hinchbrook with my mate, good mate Al. And back in those days, Marcus and Mal Perrett used to fish together. And I used to be very competitive against Marcus because I was working with him. Um, and I said to Marcus, I yeah. said, oh, we've got... Gary a... picks a fight with someone in a wheelchair. Yeah. I, I, said, I said, oh, we've got a secret weapon for the comp this... And he goes, what is it? I said, I can't tell you. And he goes, you've got to tell me. I said, no, I can't tell you. You'll see us bring the secret weapon out in the channel. And so we get to the comp and Marcus is going, Gary's got a secret weapon. This isn't fair. And then they were fishing near us and we got the luring pole and Al gets this little plastic box out and we strapped a camera on it and lowered it down into the snags. Couldn't see jack shit, but it was so funny to see the, the uh, look on Marcus's face. So that will cruel. be me Very when cruel. you guys have all got your live out. <laughs> It makes, it makes you wonder what a camera will do sometimes. Mate, I tell you, 
We did see fish, Jase. It was quite interesting to see the bait and it how it, and the brim and everything down in this snag. It it was it wasn't as silly as it sounded, but we were just doing it as a prank. I've, I've dropped one out the reef in sixty five meters, and it's interesting to see how the fish react and yeah. what fish react mates out there when you look back at the stuff. So yeah, good. How stuff. good is that? Hey, Jace, thanks so much for your call, mate. You have a wonderful. Weekend. I hope you find a few fish if you go. Um, as soon as you've done your little um, trial trip, give the show a call and give us an update. Yeah, I'll give you a call next week, or actually won't be next week, the week after, and I'll touch base. Sounds you, awesome, Jace. man. Cheers, guys. Thanks, Thanks mate. Bye, buddy. Bye. All right, there's Jace Masters from Cairns. Oh, God. We've had some good people on the oh, show mate, today. and it'll be rich because, J- like I said, Jace can fish. Yeah, yeah. And it'll be interesting. Will the quality of fish be better? Will the fish be bigger? Will he get more? Yeah, Will it yeah. be the same? It'll be really interesting. Yeah, I'd uh, take a lot of J- what Jason says for, for gospel. Yeah, so heck yeah. I like it. He knows what he's doing. Mate, I'm going to go to the song in an ad break. And uh, Don Thornley, we're going to give yeah, a Yeah, give Dom his engine room. Extraordinary is the engine room of Real Action TV, but he loves his tuna fishing. And he loves big, his tuna fishing? Big tuna. I'll tell you what I love. I love this song. I remember buying this album in high school when I was grade nine. Bit of open up and say, ah, turn it oh, up, a bit people. of poison. Turn it up.
this is Gary from the NQ Fishing Show. And g'day, this is Marty. Come and join us live every Saturday morning from 7am for three hours of the best fishing show around. We have great characters like Andrew Eddinghausen, Merv Hughes, Michael Guest, Alex Julius and a host of local talent. We've also got some great prizes to give away with our weekly bingo draw. So come on and join us every Saturday morning from 7 o'clock. You'll have a ball. The NQ Fishing Show, live Saturdays from 7 on 4K1G. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great, you'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts, and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbet. Station sponsor. You looking for a deadly deal on a used car or four-wheel drive? Then get styled up in your new rig from Motorco. Motorco always looking after our mob with great pricing, proper good after-sale service, and all our vehicles come with warranty. Too right? Why go anywhere else? Motorco, Bowen Road, Ross Lee, station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. Another little check of the Ames weather and we'll just see what it's like out there because we know it is going to be perfect tomorrow. Let's just see uh, where we're heading right now. Uh, Cleveland Bay is even better than what it was an hour ago. It's south southwesterly at three knots. Davies Reef is east southeasterly at four knots, and the Yongala is southeasterly at two knots. So the weather's really really cool out there at the moment, and uh, just be careful of any storms that will be uh, floating around as we get this time of year. They can be fairly uh, fairly dangerous when you're out there doing your little bit of fishing and then they blow through they usually last uh, about 10 or 15 minutes and then uh, all of a sudden they're gone as quick as they are here they are gone as quick as they are and guys you organize a special yeah what do we got week. mate we... we've got mr dom fornley on hey, the phone wanna, with us you want to put it morning dom morning how are you boys good mate how Fantastic. are you going just finished cricket mate. No, just started cricket, actually. I've just sent the boys out on their warm-up, and we've lost the toss, and we're bowling, so they're out there in the field as we speak. Mate, uh, and cricket was your forte, but uh, I've been blowing wind, mate, of how hard you work for Real Action TV. Sandwiches, (laughs) breakfast, dressing us. You did everything, mate. You're a machine. The 12th man of cricket, of fishing, guys. <laughs> you are, mate. You are. Mate, but but not just that. You you do love your fishing and you uh, fish a little bit with Brett Lee and you've caught some awesome fish over the last year or so. 
Yeah, you know, we had we, well, we had Brett on the show last year. We managed to get him up to Broughton Island, uh, Port Stephens, and we uh, it was a great show. We, we Brett had only fished for snapper once before, and his, his best excuse the cockatoo. <laughs> yeah. uh, his, his best uh, his best was a thirty centimetre little little squire, and um, but so basically for the next uh, day we basically put him on some pretty good reef, and uh, he, he learnt the art of soft plastics, and we went from thirty up to forty to fifties to seventies, and I think he even got a we got a close to an 80 there at one stage. So, yeah, we, we've had a good time. I, I love my soft plastic fishing. Um, and more recently, Gaz, um, yep. down here, mate, I can report that the marlin are on fire down here. I know. Um, I've seen... Uh, I've been stalking you on Facebook, mate. You've been going all right. <laughs> mate, they're... Uh, if you can't catch a marlin at the moment, you'll never catch one. They're, they're just really hungry. There's a lot of little small blacks in close, so you don't have to travel far. Uh, and I'll tell you, half of the... East coast of New South Wales are out there chasing them today. Where have you? Whereabouts are you, Dom? Just let everyone know. And where have you been uh, targeting your little black marlin? Yeah, so I, I spent the Christmas period, the holiday period, up at Port Stephens, so uh, yep. sort of mid North Coast, New South Wales, and uh, yeah, some really nice uh, islands out the front. Um, very much a notorious marlin zone. Last few years have been pretty quiet, but I think just. Recently, with that big flush of rain over the winter, uh, some really good blue water that's come down from your wonderful waters. Yep. Uh, and those, uh, and Gesty was actually up at Fraser um, just before Christmas. We did a marlin show, and he caught, I don't know, seven or eight in the, in the day. We had a really good run, and, and those marlin now have made their way down, and they've actually reached us here at Port Stephens. Which is really cool, mate. Is that one of your preferred fishing styles? Or you, I know you like fishing in general, but what is your preferred? My preference, guys, is the uh, the snapper on the plastics. That's yep. my bread and butter, and it's what I. Funny story. I'll tell you, share a story with you. In my days of playing cricket for a living, I, uh, I my coach said to me, Trevor Bayless, he said, "Mate, you need a hobby." And uh, he said, "What do you do?" And I said, "I was a kid. I used to fish a little bit." Anyway, during my cricketing career, I'm on airplanes, travelling. I'm buying fishing magazines. I'm learning all about the art of this uh, soft plastic revolution. <laughs> and so I went straight to plastics. I skipped the bait, and uh, I'm pretty much a lure fisher. It's pretty rare for you to see bait on my boat, unless it's a live one. Yep. Um, and yeah, those soft plastics on the snappers, you know, casting out with sort of 20 pound line. Uh, 4,000 size reels, and yeah, there's some great red red fishing to be had. Mate, it's um, it, it's a good pastime, and a lot of you guys um, in the off season and in during the cricket season, like Tubby and yourself yeah. and and Binger and and Matt Hayden, you all love your fishing. Did you get to fish together much around Australia, around the world? Like I know you played in India and and places yeah, like that. In fact, Brett and I were talking about India. Uh, believe it or not, they catch barramundi down at Goa, which is in the southern parts of, uh, of India. And, and we sort of, Brett being Brett, you know, mate, they, they close the airports when he arrives. So <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure he can pull a huge fishing charter for us. Yes. <laughs> but, um, but no, look, we did. We, we, I always carried a rod uh, yep. in the cricket gear, a little travel rod. And, you know, we have a lot of downtime. A lot of those 2020 matches are played at night. So you wake up in the morning and you've kind of got half a day to yourself. So, you know, we're always staying you know, fairly close to jetties and wharfs. And, and, and I know Brett and I actually used to, prior to a, a T20 game, we always go down to the local wherever and, and throw a plastic in the morning and yep. have to go up some flathead or some brim or something like that. Yeah, we had a good time. Um, we never really got a chance to explore huge amounts. Obviously, we sit in airports and playing a lot of cricket. But, yeah, no, the, uh, the, the boys, most of the guys love it. You know, amazing who you take out on the boat. A couple of them get seasick, a couple of them don't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, but, you know, I think 
you know, as we all know, it's such a great pastime. Yeah. It's such a great recreation. Uh, to be able to switch your phone off and be able to just enjoy nature is, is what it's about. Mate, are you, are you as competitive in the boat as you were on the field? <laughs> well, I think well, you are. When we've got the competitive beast and Michael Guest on the boat, it, it is hard to compete yeah. with that fella. But, uh, no, there's definitely uh, definitely a bit of competitiveness going on there. And uh, I know when Brett was on the boat, there was a bit going on with Guesty and Brett. Oh, mate, yeah, Guesty's hopeless. Brett won the round. <laughs> He's, I, I, I reckon I outfished him and, and Jacko 10 fish to one. That's correct. And I was on the boat. I watched it. Yeah. As I watched it, mate, you did it. You did it. Awesome. You had an awesome time with you guys, mate. And mate, just uh, as people see the stuff on TV, but there's people behind the scenes like yourself. And and like I said, it, and it wasn't a, a lie or anything. You were non-stop with lunches and breakfasts and clothing. It just it, you you enjoy that thing, Dom. You don't do, want to get mate. in front yeah. of the camera and. No, look, I'm, I'm believe it. I'm, on, I'm in front of the camera this week. Yep. Uh, we've got a we got a Jewfish show coming up this week that Jesse and I are working on, and he's going to put me in front of the in front of the box this time. But uh, no, look, I, I just love the uh, I, I love the, 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 the journey and the experience yep. of the day. Um, the challenge, I guess, it's the sporting background. I mean, the challenge of putting together an episode, um, setting a target, and then really trying to execute it, and then trying to show that you know to our viewers through yep. the camera. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm hanging off side of boats, I'm jumping in water, I'm GoProing, I'm creating social stills. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to be the jack of all trades whilst, you know, Michael and, and Jackie Nolan and then our guests, you know, they're the ones chasing the fish. And, yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's the greatest education you can have, Gaz. Oh, you um, made me you know, look good, mate. Yeah, but, but, but for me personally, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very much a novice in that regard to yep. um, chasing spe- all kinds of species but you know what what an education to have to be able to sit on the boat chase all different species around australia um, whether on fishing form or not but i'm just watching and, and taking it all in and um, you know even the marlin the other day you know what i learned from filming on the marlin and then went and executed it myself you know it was one of the first yeah. times that i've chased them and i was able to do it pretty pretty comfortably so great education a great you know i'm, I'm very blessed you are, mate. You've you've had a good life, mate. It, it was funny though, Dom. I was watching the BBL last week, and they showed a. Uh, I think it was BBL one. Uh, the Sixers yeah. holding the trophy, and there was your little. Well, not you're a big bloke. You you buff Ed <laughs> in the shot there, mate. You were lucky enough to win a few BBL trophies. Yeah, yeah, we won that first year with the Sixers, and that was a great that was a great time. That was actually my last year of cricket before I yep. retired. We went out a winner, and that was great. But um, we ended up heading over to um, to Champions League in South Africa, where we played against all the other best T20s in the world too. And yeah, what what a, what a great experience that was as well. And um, yeah, BBL is a, a good competition. It's played at the right time of the year when everyone's on holidays and, and enjoying themselves. And, yeah, we, we still get the chance to get out there and have a fish as well. Yeah, awesome. mate. Uh, mate, do you, do you wish you were uh, about 15 years younger? I know you played for <laughs> Mumbai Indians. Some of the money these blokes are getting these days. <laughs> I was having a good laugh when uh, Cameron Green got his recent paycheck for uh, his Mumbai team and his paycheck. Uh, yep. I think I, I sent a post out and said, my paycheck back in in IPL one was probably the price of uh, the car park admission to the auction <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that Cameron Green got, mate. Uh, yeah, those, some of those numbers are extraordinary, and just you know, what 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 a uh, what a life changing event for a, for a young cricketer to be able to 
pull in millions and millions of dollars instantly at, at a very young age. And yeah, he's hoping that they uh, either invest or spend it wisely. But yeah, look, a lot of people ask that, Gaz, do you, do you wish you were in another era? I don't. You know, yeah. I, I met and played in an amazing year of Australian cricket. It was at yeah. its best, at its peak. Um, you know, I competed hard. You know, I won, I won over 10 trophies in between Shield cricket, one day cricket and BBL cricket. Um, I had a, a terrific time of it. You know, I'm a, I'm a kid from Albury, from the bush, who had a dream to play cricket. I got my chance to do it. Uh, and now I'm, I'm reliving a second dream, and that is, you know, through, through working in a, in a fishing industry, through a hobby. Um, I've got a bit of a skill set in marketing, and I'm trying to combine it all together. And awesome. you're doing a sterling effort, Dom, and we'll let you get back to the team, mate. For sure. Hey, before you go, Dom, did you ever spend any time with Warney? I did. I got to play with Warney over at Hampshire. I was very close with, with Shane. Yep. Uh, obviously a tragic event, but yeah, greatest captain we never had. Yep. An Australian team. Very um, cool. And an incredible bloke. And mate, I've, uh, I'd be happy to share a few stories about Warren whenever you like. Yeah, yeah mate, we'll that. get we'll get you on next time, or even if you're floating around town. He's a beaut, and obviously to to the community at Townsville, my thoughts are out there. Big Roy was a great friend of mine as well. Big Roy, uh, yep. Missed him, missed him by two days, actually, when we're up there, guys. And, yeah, I know. And then, and then, of course, the tragic event happened. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're always, I'm always thinking about these guys. Um, yeah, you would. Warnie, Dean Jones, and Andrew, Rod Marsh had a great influence yep. on me as well. So, yeah, blessed to have met them, blessed to be involved with them, inspired by them as well, mate. We've got to live every day to the most. That you do, Dom. Good All job, right. Dom. All right, buddy. Thanks for your time, mate. I'll be in touch. It's great to have you on the show for the first time. We'll look forward to chatting to you more. Pleasure to be on, mate. All the best. See good you on you, Dom. Thanks, See you, mate. Bye. Bye-bye. There's Dom Thornley. Really, oh, no, it's a good re- segment, mate. mate. He's a uh, really top bloke, and, and you can sit down um, with his cricketing stories, yeah. um, like with Warney and all those guys, and uh, we could spend a whole 10-hour yep. show yeah, um, we could. With those guys. So we uh, appreciate Dom on the show. Definitely. Time for a song in the air break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Dom from Wild Local Prawns. And uh, how good were them birds in the background there, Gazza? That was nice, mate. Yeah, and he's still involved nice. in his cricket coaching yeah. and yeah. Um, all sorts of stuff. So no, no, very beautiful. good. You've always been a fan of a cock or two.
on only live exclusive weekend show in town. Deadly by Dark every Friday and Saturday nights from 7 to 10 p.m. with one hour of request. Taking you back, playing all your R&B, hip-hop, rap and reggae from the 80s to now. So come kick it with us on your two deadly radio station, 107.1 FM, 4K1G. Too deadly, deadly, deadly. in and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Two things happened in 1995. The charge of the North Queensland Cowboys and the charge of North Queensland Batteries. 27 years later and NQ Batteries are still charging in Townsville. Now providing Victron solar and recreational systems for campers and 4x4s. For all your battery needs, back the local team and search North Queensland Batteries. See their new showroom, 177 Ingham Road. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back 
to the NQ Fishing Show. Beautiful weather out there and a beautiful weekend to go with it. Rain stop. Creeks will be starting to clear up. So uh, hook your boat up and head out there. And, uh, oh, it's going to be well and truly worth it, isn't it? It is, mate. Tomorrow is going to be uh, spectacular. Um, weather's looking really, really good, as we've said. Don't forget uh, in the next ad break and song break, the last time to get uh, yourself a bingo it number. It is. It's 20 to 9 and it's that time of the morning. Do you know what time of the morning it is, Gaz? Head up to Ingham. Mm-mm, and, we and visit Dommy. Have a little chat with hey. Dom. Hey, Dom. Go. Good, oh, buddy. It's a bit warm today, lads. It is a bit warm, but will that fire the barramundi up? Oh, look, they've been catching a few through the week. Uh, the young fellas have been getting out and getting around, and there's a few nice Jackson amongst them too, so they're all going to start, eh? Like Jesto reckons, they're all yes. going to start happening with these next tides, so... I think so. pretty much on the ball, eh? Yep, yep, most definitely. How's the shopping through the week? Yeah, no, we've been putting along, eh? Like, uh, just start to put my work belt on and start installing a few more stuff and getting things organised. But, yeah, no, we're going good. And Beck's back in the heart of it, so she just, she's doing fish curries and all that sort of stuff through the week, so she'll only keep going bit by bit. But I need to get out in the water. That's what I need to do. Yeah, I, I bet you. go for a fish. Them tides are nice too this weekend. Do you like them knee peas? I, I don't think I have a choice. If I get a day off, I just go and fish whatever tide it is. I, Hallelujah. I've got that privilege like some and just go, oh, you know, that's not the moon, the tide, the sun, the this, the care, the water temperature. I just go. Now, yep. I crack them, I crack them. If I don't, you know what? I've been on the water. Who gives a rat's Hoover Harbour? <laughs> rat's Hoover Harbour? Rat's Hoover Harbour. It's Why all not? about having a bit of fun. Yeah, I, and now I think there's a lot out there that do the same. We're all working a little bit more than normal, got more commitments, and um, there's little windows, and you just go. There's been a lot of boats this morning going through, so I don't think they looked at the tide chart neither. No, you go when you can go, my friend. Yeah, it's my game, and you just got to... If, if you've got to work one particular tide to catch fish, I don't think you're a fisherman. Yeah, you're in trouble. Yeah, I agree with that. Oh, you are. You, you, if, you, if you've got to target a certain tide at a certain stage and everything, I really don't think you're flexible enough. It's like being a bait fisherman. Someone goes, oh, I don't like bait fishing. It's only because they can't catch bait, maybe. Well, they don't like throwing a cast net, maybe. Yeah. Lures are clean and tidy and easy, or you get grumble old bums like the freak there doesn't like dirty in his boat. No. But Mind you, he's put crab pots in it of late, my friend. I know. I know. That took me a week to get over and a carton of beer. I know, but it, it paid off for him. He found a few. It, it does. He's putting a bit of weight on with crab meat. It's good. good yeah, yeah. Jazz. It's the bread, mate. Yeah. It's the bread, not the crab meat. Uh, it's all you got to make up all, all them, uh, all, all the elements on the lantern that you blew when you were travelling. Try and pick up the. Oh, the old gas lantern, mate. They used to go every time you needed it. They'd go on. Yeah, the grass, the glass used to break, or the mantle used yeah. to. And then you'd go. Oh, I think I've got some. Oh, you got it none. up too early, and you turn on the gas, and it just disappear in front of you. Yeah, gone. gone. <laughs> no, well, we all progress, mate. Now there's LED camp lights. There's. All sorts it's of stuff. Everything now. It, it's like wow. It, it is, and it's good. People are thinking out there on, on how to make it easier. You know, even power consumption. You know, some of them lanterns. They, you put them away, and then you go somewhere. You turn them back on. They're still going. You know, you get a dolphin battery. It's dead. Yeah. No. Very good these days, mate. It's called progression. Yeah. Nah. Look, the the water is starting to clean up, but I think it's going to get dirty again next week. It, it looks like a bit of activity. We'll get showers. 
with this sort of heat, there's got to be something, eh, fellas? Oh, I agree. Has to be something we going on. We haven't got to. We haven't got to March yet. Nope, not yet. But we'll so, see what happens. The uh, the barra season didn't certainly didn't start off with all the firecrackers and explosions that everyone thought it would. It was a little well, bit tougher I don't for think some. It never does, Marty. No, I don't it think depends. It does. Yeah. You know, you get in the end of February and March, and as it starts cooling down and and the water cleans up and you start getting all, all, all what you're used to, that's when it starts happening, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. you get the runoff. Like, you see a lot of fellas, they're playing with the runoff now, having a lot of fun, a lot of rats. Yeah. There's some good fish. But, um, no, nah, it's interesting. It, it, I think it's a good slap in the, in the face sometimes. Like, you get all prepared and ready, and it's like, this time of year you go chasing choppers and you go inland inshore fishing because they come in for the dirty water from the runoff of the coast. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of... You, you can have all the gear you want. They're not going to bite. They're not going to bite, man. Hey, no, Gary. You can't force no. them to. So, but... You can't. Yeah, so... You know, dynamite changes their mind, eh? That's the old style, eh? The old dynamite. You, you're keen yeah. doing that back in the day, weren't you? I've seen a meme oh. or two where the old dynamite fishing goes horribly I, wrong. Rapidly expanding plastics... Rapidly expanding uh, plastics. <laughs> rapidly, That's the way of putting it. yeah. Rapidly, rapidly expanding plastics. Dad, years ago, he was with Messina, and he was a wild card old Messina. And they they all down from the back of the farm, and they get down. Oh, there's certain areas. There's all the alligator ferns, and the barrows used to just congregate around them, you know. And they're going along, and Dad's all and next minute he could hear that. He looked around, and oh, Messina's got a stick of jelly, and he's just dropped it down. The side on that with the oars full board trying to get away. Up come all these barrows. Beautiful. And he's just shaking his head, going, You can't do stuff like that. No, you cannot. No. So imagine what didn't come up. I know. I know. but like taking all the oysters off the off the roots on the in the estuaries and there's no oysters left. But we're a different day now, mate, think, thankfully. Different era. You re- you reckon we're different? I reckon we're worse. Well, in different ways, we're worse. Yeah, I won't argue with that. Human, human, or mankind is um, shocking. But um, you see that thing? There's China's got fifty percent of 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 tree coverage on the area, and UK's only got thirteen percent. You thought it'd be different, eh? Yeah, yeah, that's different. That's different. Old Dave Daly said at home. He's heard the word China. He's having kittens. We're not allowed to talk about it. (laughs) Different, a bit different in size, though. Yeah, but they work on area for space, so it's not area for area. It's volume per mass, so it doesn't matter if it's 1%. They work at 100% of that, that area that they're in. So Yeah, fair enough. Pretty strange. Yeah, it is. Fish, I suppose. It is. You know but what anyway, we should do? We should, put a, we should put a big balloon up and see what they're doing. It'll get shot down if it goes out of America. Yeah, bloody oath. And here. <laughs> or imagine if it floats over Eugene's house. <laughs> if he's trying to set up a set of boom gates up there, you've got to pay the soul to get through, buddy. You'd hear that click, 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 and you see this cannon lifting out of the ground. <laughs> Eugene's face. Uh, oh, beautiful. All right, Dommy. them around the ridges, though. But there, anyway. There hey, is a you few. You some crabs tomorrow, Gary? No, no. Not, nothing to this weekend. Probably chilling. Chilling? Chilling yeah. in the billing, buddy. Yep. And I haven't made my mind up yet. I'll see how I feel. I'm in two minds. It's a, 
Um, I might see, but but Beck's home, so um, I might uh, spend the weekend with family because she's always at bloody Bunnings and whatever. Or, or I'll take the young fella out, mind you. Um, Ren, Ren sent a um, message saying he's at the shack uh, down at Black River, and the barrows are running there too. So yeah. Hey Marty. Yeah. Question. Shoot. Is it harder to make decisions with one toe missing? Um. No, Dom. No, I don't know what I'm walking into there. But no, no, I just, uh, I, I just uh, think about things a bit more before I step forward. I think it's the best answer I could give. <laughs> good, good lad. Good All lad, right, gentlemen. Thanks, All right, Tommy. Mate. See you later. Have a good day. See you guys. See, See you, mate. Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. There we go, Dom. Wild up local. In, wild local up there in Ingham. Yeah. Anyway, to the channel. Yep. Stop in and uh, buy yourself some prawns, some fish and chips, whatever yeah. you feel like, and continue on for a fish. Hey, we've had a pretty good show today. It's gone very quick, mate. It flies along we with are our giving gimmicks. Some uh, wonderful prizes away. Four, you know what seven, I'm going to double four eight two four for the next hour break. Give us a call, and we'll endeavour to take the rest of the numbers. You know uh, what I'm going to do during the week is Google what fishing gimmicks I can make because there's got to be more than what we there's a billion yeah and we'll just and have a absolute billion. and we can't think of them because we put it on the spot it was an on the spotter if you and I but you see if we organised a format and a plan for our show it wouldn't work as it no, would because that's we're all planning no yeah we're all off the cuff yeah, whatever yeah, which that's is why too professional. abysmal that's, so. a, that's all right. too professional doing that having scripts yes but yeah I will Google because I do remember the, the fold up fishing rod with the little tackle box in the handle the magic rod most definitely magic fisherman hey um, all those I am looking forward and I see our show sponsor Tackle World has them in stock these new Nomad vibes Nomad the design squid vibes. ones squid ones I'm thinking they're going to be alright I reckon they'll go very, very well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyone chasing a new vibe to the market, head down to Tackle World on Ingham Road. They've got them there. I think they're by Nomad. Uh, yeah, they are. Nomad by Design or Yeah, or I shall have a look at them when I drop these prizes off today. Yeah, they've got a pretty spectacular finish on them, Nomad lovers. You must give them that. We'll have a little sticky beat. Indeed. We're going to go to our final song and ad break for this episode uh, on this wonderful Saturday morning. Gaz and I do hope that you've enjoyed the show. I'm going to play a song and I just... I've always loved her voices, or their voices. There's something particular about this song that I've really liked, and uh, you'll hear it and go, why did he say that? But it does grow on you. All right, sit back and enjoy.
flagship destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek boats to the mighty 730 hardtop models and everything in between. There's a destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer Boats, Yamaha, Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. Is your ute wearing protection? Speedliner is the world's toughest spray-on liner, providing strength and reliability for a wide range of applications. Speedline this, speedline that. Extend the life of your ute tray with Speedliner. Available now at Cool Cars and Customs. Station sponsor. Hey, Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Sign Mob. They are top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Signs. Now that's a rap. Too right. Want to know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Signs on 0418 199 Station sponsor. You know, I used to love going walkabout, but ever since that Motorco mob delivered me my four-wheel drive, I stopped walking. Thanks to Motorco, I now prefer to drive about. They even arrange finance. Just to let you know, you need a new rig, you should go with Motorco. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Summer is coming. Is your car up to scratch or do you need to have your windows down? ALEC is offering free AC checks and quotes to make sure you're ready to handle this summer. If it's your car or your four-wheel drive, no job is too big or too small for ALEC. Search ALEC today and book your free aircon check today. Station sponsor. Everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great, you'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building in Road Carbot. Station sponsor. Are you into spearfishing? Tackle World Townsville has the biggest range of spearfishing gear in town with all the big name brands like Rob Allen, Cressy, Torelli and heaps more. And we'll repair and service your gear. Tackle World on the Ingham Road has it all. Station sponsor. You know, made a years ago when it comes to saving us mob some bucks and ever since they delivered my new dual cab you, I can now truly say that I've been everywhere, man. Need a new car or truck? You should go with Motorco. Bowen Road, Ross Lee, station sponsor. Two things happened in 1995. The charge of the North Queensland Cowboys and the charge of North Queensland Batteries. 27 years later and NQ Batteries are still charging in Townsville. Now providing Victron solar and recreational systems for campers and 4x4s. For all your battery needs, back the local team and search North Queensland Batteries. See their new showroom, 177 Ingham Road. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome back to the Ooh. 4K1G Fishing Show. I've got my new radio voice on. 
It's that time in the morning where we it get is. some prizes away, Gazza. How quick has it gone today? This three hours goes so quick. It does. It does indeed. It, uh, it is super, super fast. What are we giving away, Marty? Well, what I do know I've done is I've already lined up our ads for the end of the show so we are ready and raring. Gary, let's give away the Port of Townsville bag, my friend. Which has that awesome crab measure in it. It does. Thanks to Alitech. If you need a body fabrication done, you want a pick and tray, put in the back, something to uh, hide all of your fancy BCDCs, a full canopy, give my mate Jamie and his ka-ching, fairly pretty wife, Tanya, ka-ching, I tell you, and how cool is that, man? Have that a look is at that. awesome. I'm awesome. actually giving one of these away for um, Lee Sharris' little bar- baracomp next I, month. I've also... Yeah, uh, I'm giving some prizes in away the mail. That. In the mail that turned up uh, during the week is a new um, brag mat and a stainless steel crab controller from Scotty and the gang at Crabber to give away. Oh, beautiful. What a prize. So that uh, a stainless steel one. So Thanks, how cool will that be? Uh, number 49. 49. 49 uh, is uh, 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 Andrew. Uh, uh, uh. Andrew. Jump on the phone. Andrew, you've won this awesome little bag from the Port of Townsville. It's got an awesome crab measure from Alitech in it. A couple of hats and bits and pieces in there. And so. again, thank you to all of our sponsors. Paulie from ALEC out on the water this morning at the reef with my boss, Crimo. I hope you're having a great morning. Thank you to Kai Sines, who does everything. Best boat wraps in town. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. We've got the whole crew wrapped up. Uh, Townsville Marine, Motor Marine, Rising Sun Marine. Oof. Marine, Marine. Fibre finish. You name it. You name it. We're lucky. I'm writing them down, Gaz, so we don't forget we them. We forget them, mate. DJ, want a house built? DJ Jones Homes. Yes. We cover everything. Uh, air Conditioner Cleans, Alliance Electrical. Got to go and get some vouchers. Christian, I'll be in there during the week. Indeed, Monday you will. Andrew. Good morning. Fishing show. Morning, lads. How you going? Hey, Andrew. Good, mate. Congratulations. You won the Port of Townsend bag with this really groovy uh, crab measure, thanks to Alitech. Awesome. Thanks very much for that. My pleasure. What's the plan for the weekend, my friend? Um, going to the Port of Townsville tonight to go fishing. Oh, are you now? You mm. cheeky. Who's giving you the hints? <laughs> I reckon <laughs> you may very well uh, find them tonight. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure. I may see you down there. You'll see me cruising around left and right and here and there trying to find the fish. I'll see how I go. So I haven't, I haven't made my mind yeah. up yet. So Yeah, cool. All, All right, right, Andrew. Hey, cheers, brother. Okay. Good on you, Andrew. Yeah, See you, bud. Have yeah. a good day, mate. Pick that up from Tackle World, mate. He right. knows the Thanks, drill. Mate. You're right, mate. See you, bloke. Bye. Have a good weekend. You Bye. too. Bye, mate. Bye. 8.30 tonight, it's 1.68. Tide. Is it now? Yeah. Well, I'm just looking and at you and you and Andrew at the rock wall. Hmm. But there's only three tides today. Yes. And tomorrow there's four. The weather's pretty sweet. It is. This one might suit you. No, you like your low tide, don't you? I've actually, with my manager at work, I've uh, we've booked in a couple of days, 1st of April, I'm going to go fish Lucinda and chase some barrows. And we're going to go up there for a few days and just see what happens. Get him Chester. out. Chester? Chester, yeah. Haven't, Chester hasn't caught a barrow. So I'm um, going to sling Chester. Honeymoon suite? Over, yes, indeed. Good stuff. All right. Righto, Marty, what are we giving away now? Are you done? I am. Have a good weekend with him, Chester. All right. Let's give away the fishing NQ with curry bag. Large shirt, a hat, an awesome lure in there. I hope his dad, Bruce, wins it. <laughs> uh, 87. 87. 87. 87 is Paul. 
Jump on the phones, Paul. You've won yourself this awesome bag with lure, a hat, a shirt in there, thanks to uh, Kyle and Simone. Not just the lure, but the Terminator lure. NQ Fishing with Curry. Good morning, fishing show. Hey, you mate? It's uh, uh, Paul's son. Oh, hey. g'day, Paul's son. How you doing, bro? Good, yourself? Good, man. Good. How's the weekend started? What are you up to? Uh, currently slaving away in the workshop. Oh, God, you're doing that all day? You're going to knock off early and have a beer, man? Oh, yeah, eventually. Yeah, <laughs> why uh, not? Hopefully get out tomorrow. Oh, cool, man. So you got the radio show on in the workshop there? Yeah, shit, yeah. Uh, good on you, lad. Hey, you have a great weekend. Thanks to you and your dad for listening to the show. We appreciate it. And uh, pick up your prize any time after 11 o'clock from Tackle World today. Thank you very much, mate. Beautiful, man. See you, bud. Bye. Awesome. See you, bud. Ah, there we go. Good stuff. We are cruising along. I can rem- I remember that call. That'll be James that just rang in for his dad, Paul. Okay. How cool is that? What do you got there, Marty? That's, Mate. That's the NQ Fishing that's with Curry the Bag. Fishing Show with Curry Bag. Whose voucher we got today? We've got a uh, $25 tavern meat voucher thanks to Mal, and, Mal the Crate Man and the gang at Tavern Meats. Thank you very much, Mal. Much appreciated. That's awesome, my friend. What have we and given away? Meats. We've given away the port bag. Yes. The NQ curry. We've got uh, the fibre finish and the meat voucher. Righto, yeah. meat voucher. Let's do it. Righto. Meat voucher is 31. 31, 31 is Warren. Warren. Jump on the phones, Warren. You've won yourself a, a $25 tavern meat badge courtesy of Mal the Crate Man. Did the walk with Dave during the week up the hill? I, you did? No, Mal I didn't. And I, I went you early. You went a bit earlier? Well, I was sitting around home and thought, I'm going to start now. Yeah. Um, and was lucky enough uh, on the way down, I walked down with Rick from Annandale and young Dylan. Mm. Um, did you know young Dylan and Jack yeah. uh, from Annandale have been yeah. fishing the weir? Well, in the well, fresh. Hey, our call yep. is come through. Tell Grab me about it. it. But right. you are known to get your shot away early, Gaz. Let's get take that, this call. Get that one. Good morning, fishing show. Good morning. Good morning. Who do we oh, have here? Oh, Lynn. Hey, Lynn. Yeah, she, she's given me the bung phone, so now it's me. Oh, good oh, Warren. Warren. It's all happening in that house. Hey, you've won yourself the uh, meat voucher, Warren. Yeah, thanks for the crank, man, too. No, good stuff, mate. I'll drop that off at Tackle World, and when you uh, make the four-day uh, trip in from Rupert's Wood, it'll be there <laughs> for you. Yeah, we're, we're coming the other way. We're coming Charter Tower's way this time. All right. Good on you, mate. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Good Warren. on you, bloke. See you, mate. See you, mate. Bye. There's a Warren and Lynn. Hey, you've sure changed me a page here. No. Oh, you know what right I've done? on the envelope. I did. I did. I've, I've messed up. Let me fix that for Warren, 31, and then I'll be crossing out this other name. So we're all You sorted. wrote Warren on the fibre finish. Hey. Do you want to... Hey, well, and let me hang up the phone. Yeah. See, at this stage... Do you want to put your dates on that, 10th of the second, the, please? The IQ has... Um, You're gone. I've um, exhausted it. Yeah, I was saying about Dylan, you know what the boys caught in the fresh top side of Aplands? Tell me. Jungle perch. You're kidding. No, beautiful little jungle perch. Someone must have released that in there because no, they're certainly not native to it. I, I don't know. Don't say no. That's not like their only know. one. No, this would have been jungle perch in that over the mi- millennium. Blacks and... Up through there. Yeah, you caught a jungle I've got to perch. Admit, I haven't heard... Very, very nice little fish. All right. Right, mate. Anyone else who's caught jungle perch no. in there? No, right. And I'm not saying it's not no. because I wouldn't have a clue, but the I just didn't think. Measuring sticker. There we are. I've crossed Warren's out. Yeah. 
Why don't you roll it a bit more time? Hey? Oh, too late. A few more times. A bit more time. A, a few more. Give up, Marty. You're, you're right now? Yeah, done. That is number one. Number one? Number one. Uno, Uno. Numero Uno, number one, and that would be DJ. DJ? DJ's won himself a measure and sticker when he goes out barra fishing or jigging for fish. <laughs> Good stuff. The man absolutely can't get enough of barra. No, he loves it, mate, and jigging. Sends the message to the show probably twice a week. Number Boy, one, boys, can DJ. Can we talk about barras a bit there more? There he is. And we do. Here he is, the... Uh, the Barra Fishing Extraordinaire is on the line with us now. Good morning, DJ. How you going, Marty? How's things, sir? Oh, mate, fantastic. How are things in the, the building world? How are your beautiful homes going, my friend? Very well, sir, very well. Trying to keep everyone happy. Excellent, mate. If someone does want to get hold of the DJ Homes, how do they track you down, mate? Um, we got a display home in Harris Crossing, which is open... Saturday, Sunday, Wednesdays, Mondays, and I think Fridays from memory. Beautiful. And you can find us online very easily. Ah, uh, good on you, Deej. Hey, you've won one of these awesome uh, fibre finish EVA tread stickers, which is uh, a super popular prize, uh, which Gary will take care of for you. Done, sir. Thank you. Thank you, sir. I'll right. drop it off at Tackle yeah. World when you're floating by, Deej. Hi, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks buddy. Mate. Bye, mate. Bye. Yeah, it does a beautiful home. Guys, what's the time? It's time we're off, but, uh, yeah, it does a beautiful home. The Jones family have been building houses uh, in Townsville for 275 years, I think. DJ's dad, Ron, started. Not quite. But they've been around a very, very long time. But, yeah, DJ Jones Homes, look them up on uh, social media. They do a sterling effort. Cool job. Gary, thank you for thank a you, very mate. entertaining show this morning. I thoroughly enjoyed it. The old gimmick show. The old gimmick show. And is that what you're going to call the uh, our podcast labelled no, show today? I might try and find a gimmick, use it as a cover photo and call it the gimmick show. Yes. Well, study a few and we'll have a look at them for next week and we'll do like a 10-minute segment on them just for on some more gimmicks. I'll find more gimmicks next week. The flying lure, my yeah. friend. Indeed. All right, audience, thank you so much for listening to this awesome fishing show that Gary and I try and bring you every Saturday morning. It's something we thoroughly enjoy, and we certainly enjoy being you guys being on board with us. Please drive safe on the highway, as Gary and I always say, because we need as many listeners as possible to keep our show on air. Gary, thanks for the day, thanks, my Marty. friend. Thanks, Marty. You're awesome. Fist pump. Fist pump, man. Just forget some of the gimmicks you've bought off social media. You need batteries. Oh, we'll talk about soft rubbers <laughs> next week. Done.